Across the UK, online and on DAB. Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Talk Radio. I've literally just got here. I was doing... Doesn't it sound so... I was doing a photo shoot downstairs with a delightful lady called Sonia who was delightful and as scatty as anything. And um, we've literally just finished. So tonight's show will be what it will be. This is Talk Radio. Speak to you after this. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I may go out tomorrow if I can borrow a coat to wear. Oh, I'd step out in style with my sincere smile and my dancing bear outrageous. me can i permission sir to demonstrate oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number permission to demonstrate if i may be so bold the um difference in tempo if i'd have known it was that version then i certainly wouldn't have played it but i did good evening and pitch and pitch Good evening, dear listener. This is Ian Lee. Uh, this is Talk Radio. Um, if you want to take part in the show tonight, 0844 499 1000. Right, so, let us... That was on the album Harry. Right, so, this is going to be... Oh, this is going to be tricky. Hang on. We're going to play both versions at exactly the same time, OK? So, to do that, we need to... Um, oh, bloody hell. All right, we can do this. Here we go. <clears throat> 
No, don't don't sync the iPhone. Hang on. Right. All right. Okay. You ready? Right. So we're going to queue this up, and um. Oh no! Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. We'll do it properly. One's going to overtake the other. an advert guys for not taking lsd that's an advert if ever there was one because that's what it sounds like for a whole 24 hour trip guys i am reading um and here comes a cup of tea from emma thank you emma i am reading an excellent book let me show it to the periscopers at home i'm reading an excellent book about this fella tiny tim um you aware of tiny tim Tiny Tim, of course, did um, Tiptoe Through the Tulips. Um, and I don't really much know much else of what he did, but I'm thoroughly enjoying reading the book. And that's that conversation over. 0844 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Let's go to Vanessa. Good evening, Vanessa. Oh, hello. Hello, Vanessa. Hello, how are you? I'm, I'm good, thank you. Although right. uh, my diet has gone to cock in that I um, was doing so well, but then I hated myself, so I went and had a massive Chinese meal. I don't blame you. Well, and now I'm all fat again. No, not really. Well, that's very yeah. kind of you to say so, Vanessa. What have you got for I've, us? Um, I'm just wondering what your opinion of the Wurzels were. Of the what? The Wurzels. The, my opinion of the Wurzels? One of the greatest groups growing, and I've seen them live. Well, I think we know what your opinion of the Wurzels is. How many times have you seen them live? Well, I've seen them once with my son Simon, who phones you up regularly. Oh, does he? Yes, Simon Hood, the promoter of music. I I don't know who that is off the top of my head. I'm sure you do. He's very famous. Hang on, Simon who? Hood. I don't know him. He's a very famous young man. I've never heard of him. Oh, I'm sure you have. I haven't! You sure? Yes! He's listening now. He'd be devastated. Well, I don't know him. Really? I'm going to see the one that signed up the American... Um, That's ca- it, yes. Oh, That's I know. It. Oh, OK. Oh, OK. Right. Well, that American, that country and Western guy was good. But he doesn't represent the Wurzels, does he? No, it's just that I thought... I just wanted to know what you thought, because... We saw them live a few years ago. Yeah. Um, exactly. I drove my tractor through your haystack last night. It's a bit rude, isn't it? I drove my tractor through your yeah. haystack last night. I can tell you something even ruder. Oh! We went to see them live, and halfway through, in the interval, the Young Farmers Group danced naked across the stage. Oh, sweet Lord. 
It wasn't part of the part of the act. They just they got thrown out. By the way, good men and women, yeah. just men. And um, what were their pitchforks like? Wow, devastating! I was disappointed. Really, really. Could you? Uh, uh, was it like? Um, was it like searching for a needle in a haystack? Uh, you could say that. Yes, yeah. Oh well, I'm sorry that the uh, the naked farmers didn't do it for you, Vanessa. That's a real shame. The no, Wurzels, next time. The Wurzels are. Um, uh, I, I I I think they're an excellent example of British folk rock music. They're very entertaining. They're very entertaining. Are they still going? They are. Yes. Yeah. Not so many gigs, but they do still travel around. Well, good. But you've only seen them once, you say. Yes, disappointedly. I come from a farming family, so right. I like that kind of music. Yeah, but um, if if you like them that much, surely you'd go and see them more than well, once. Well, I'm a busy lady. I have oh. to work. What What do you do for a living? I'm on the checkout at a very busy supermarket. Is it Tesco? No. It's not that busy, then. <laughs> is it? Is it it's Asda? No. no. Is it? It's not Waitrose. No. No. They, um... Safeway. Is Safeway still going? No. I don't think Safeway's... No, it's not. Actually, no, it replaced Safeway's. Um, oh, what? Lidl? No. What replaced Safeway? Gateway? Morrison. Morrison. Morrison's. Ah. Morrison's. I used to work, many years ago, I used to work at B-Jams. Do you remember B-Jams, Vanessa? Yes, yeah, yeah. I used to work at B-Jams, and I hated it. When they would put me on the till, I absolutely hated it because That's what it, I do all the time. No, well, the thing, but back in the day, because it was all it was primarily frozen food, and um, we all didn't right. have the the zappers that you got now, so it would be the price would be put on with a price gum. Oh, I see, yeah, and yeah. it would always fall off. Oh, that wasn't any good, was it? No, it was a nightmare. And so yeah. I, I lost my job at BJM after being there for three years. I started when I was 15. You kids don't know you're born. And um, I, there was this lovely elderly couple came, and all the price labels had fallen off. So I just made up. Uh, no, not <laughs> BJM in Langley. It was BJM off the Farnham Road in Slough. So all oh, the I... prices fell off, right? So I made up yeah. the prices, and I gave them really cheap bargains. I Basically, I was giving them, you know, a bag of frozen chips for 10 pence and stuff like that. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. And, um, uh, yeah, I do remember. Do you remember Fine Fair? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I remember Fine Fair. And, um, uh, uh, and they came back an hour later and complained because I'd overcharged them by, like, ten pence on something really? when they'd saved about 15 quid. And then oh, the, boss, the boss went through the entire bill, and I was, like, all busted. And, oh. um, I, I had a you got the sack, did you? Well, no. I quit. Oh, I okay. quit bef- before I got the sack. Oh, right. Okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Vanessa, it's lovely to talk to you. Do and you me too, yes. Do yeah. you do you listen to the show? Um, I can listen on my iPad because I live down in um, near Canterbury in Kent. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. So, but I hear good things about you all oh, the time. So, hang on a minute. So, you've never actually listened before? No, you... because I I live I live down in Kent. Yes, we, we, you can yeah. get us in Kent, can't you? Not on the actual radio, no. I have to what? listen on them um, online. Can you? Well, we're only on DAB. Yeah. 
You yeah, can't, get can't, get your, you can't get us on the DAB in Kent. That's no, how, that's I'm very it. disappointed because I know awful. people, especially Simon, and a lot of other people that listen to you. That is awful. I'm going to go and do you know what I'm going to do? Tomorrow I'm going to go and punch the boss in. I'm going to punch Denny in the nose. How about that? And I'm going to get a petition up. Yeah, you get a petition up to get Denny arrested, the boss, and sent to prison, and I'll give <laughs> yeah. him a black eye and a broken nose. How about that, Vanessa? Sounds like a plan. Beautiful. Thank you very much indeed. And that, dear listener, is how the show works. People phone up who've never heard the show before and um, talk about the worst. <laughs> I'm glad she called up. You know, I said I had nothing yesterday. Well, surprise, I ain't got nothing today. I've just been doing a photo shoot for an hour. You mentioned, I mentioned last week that I was interviewed by Miranda Sawyer for the... Um, that was a great call, by the way, Vanessa. Thank you. For the um, Observer, talking about late-night radio and stuff. Well, they want to have my... They want to take my photo. And so I had this delightfully scatty... I think that's the polite way of saying it. Photographer, Sonia, who was 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 uh, 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 hilarious, actually, um, came down at nine, and we went downstairs and took loads of photos, and at 9.50, we finished, right? But we were doing it in this weird studio where there aren't any computer monitors or anything, right? And she said, um, would you have any computer monitors in front of you? I said, yeah. She went, oh... Are they, like, important to the show? I said, yeah. yeah. She went, oh, right. These photos aren't going to be any good. <laughs> and I said, right, come with me. Let's go in the studio next door. You've got four minutes to take as many photos as you can bang out. And you know it's going to be the photos from that last four minutes that they're going to use. Anyway, she was delightful. And uh, so what, when I should have been prepping the show, dear listener, I was posing for a young lady and her camera. You see? Do you see? 0844 499 1000. Luke and Ray, stay there. Come to you after this. 0844 499 1000 is the telephone number. Let's go to Luke. Yes, Luke? Hello. Hello, Luke. How are you? Everyone's full of spunk this evening, aren't they? I would say so. They're really, really peppy tonight. It's a really peppy atmosphere, and I like that. You've got to be. You've got to be, mate. You've got to be in it to win it. It could be you. Exactly. Usually usually listen to you when I fall asleep, Ian. Okay. Um, watch you on Periscope quite a lot. Thank you. Uh, thought I'd give it a go. Well done. Thank you. Can you still hear me? Yes, I, yeah, well, no, I, and as much as you stop talking. Oh, okay, no, no, sorry, I didn't know if I should um, carry on or... Yeah, like, carry on, you know, carry on, what you got for yeah. us, Luke? What, what do I talk about? It's my first time, I'm a virgin. Um, this isn't virgin. No, no, I am a virgin. Oh! Not literal, but I'm a radio virgin. Okay. Uh, well, what... Well, Break well, me in. What, what do you, what do you want to talk about? Um, oh, oh, yeah. Um, what do you like? Good question. Um, music. Good. Soybeans. What was that little bleep? Uh, that was an email, um, about a refund. Uh, for what? Hmm. Go on. Uh, just a charger. Nothing nothing spectacular. Why are you getting a refund for a charger, mate? Uh, broke. Um, 
like they do. Yeah, they do. They do, don't they? Uh, what's going on with Periscope tonight? Is there much going on in there? I'm not in there at the moment. Uh, yeah, there's there's lots of people who um, are really willing you on. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, good. No, I don't know. Um, I was in there last night. Yeah. Uh, it got a bit, ra- uh, well, rowdy. So here's the thing. Leave. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Go here's on. the thing. Right. Periscope, for those who don't, basically it's a way of watching the um, the, the, the show. And if you want to go and watch periscope.tv slash Ian Lee, you can. Here's the thing, right? Uh, it, I, I can't, I can't patrol it like a dinner lady and by dinner lady i mean the ones that go out in the in the playground not the ones that serve up the food i can't patrol it like a dinner lady and sorting out um squabbles and and arguments and things like that right here's here's my top tip right if someone hello hello i'm still here i'm uh, listening unfortunately if, oh i see the uh, it's like that, is it? It's going to be like that, <laughs> so is it? I'm listening. I'm, I'm into it. Yeah, go on. Okay. If someone is rude to you, right, mm. just block them. You, you, can block, you can block people on there, can't you, yourself? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So just block them. Just block them. And if they're being, you know, like, um, like, um, oh, if they're being like what? Because be, I'm going to be honest, right? I don't really care. I don't really care because it's not what the focus of the show is, okay? And there are a lot of people, I'm talking about Periscope now, and they're going like, what? What is that? I don't get it. Yeah. Um, so if, if someone's being an ass on there, just block them. If I catch them doing it when I glance around, then, um, you know, I might do something about it. But otherwise, just, you know, just block them. You have the power. You have the power within yourself, guys. To just oh, block you mean uh, we block them. I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. what I said it about six times. Oh, no, I thought you was, you was blocking them. No, I'm confused. No, yeah, I, just said, I just said about six times you block them. Good idea. Hang on. What, are you doing it now? No, no, I'm not, well, I'm trying, hang on. Have you ever made a phone call before? Um, I'm usually rung, not made, I don't usually make the phone calls, I'm usually the one being, uh, called. When the, it was, uh, lucky you, when the num, when the number comes up and it's a number that you don't know, do you answer it? Um, depends what mood I'm in. And if, if I'm feeling boisterous, I will, but generally yeah. I don't, generally I don't answer it. Oh, I've not got, did I bring, oh, the paper's over there. Generally, um, I, 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 there, there was a call today from a number and I looked at it and I just looked at it and I thought, I wonder who that is. Turned out it was, um, Dave from Rent-A-Kill about, um, getting rid of me moths, but, um, mm. uh, but I didn't call him back. Oh, it was an actual gen- genuine call? Yeah, 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 it was an actual genuine, what? Genuine? That was an actual genuine call. Wow. Yeah. I had one not long ago about a road accident. I'm sure we've all had them. Yeah. What road accident? Uh, I said, yeah, I was like, so I played along and I was like, she was on about £5,000. I was like, oh, hello. Mm. Um, and then I goes, I'll go, uh, it must have been bad because I can't remember it. And wow. she hung up. Wow. Well, so that's 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 the level I was on that day. Yeah, and crazy, crazy. Well, Luke, it's been great talking. And you, uh, maybe give it another go in a, a year or two. I'd say, we'll I'd say go. two. I'd say two. Slow start to the show. You can't. Um, here's the thing I've learnt, guys. In I worked out today. I've done, and this is a very rough estimation, right? 
very rough estimation. I've done about 6,000 hours, 6,000 hours of, of phone-in radio. That's nuts, isn't it? And that is a lo- that's on the low side. My original figure came out over 7,000, and I'm, I'm, I've, I've shaved 1,100 hours off. Um, that's about 6,000 hours. What's the tipping point? That meant 10,000. 10, once I've done 10,000 hours, I'll be good at this. Only another 4,000 hours to go. That's all. 0844-499-1000 is the telephone number. Ray's on the line. Good evening, Ray. Hip, 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 hip. Hey! Full of spunk. There we go. Aren't all the best people? Fantastic. Young anyway, Darman, uh... full of fun. Yeah, full of fun. There we go. Uh, this photo shoot you were having downstairs, are you still caked in makeup from it? No, I didn't have any makeup. It was au no. naturel. I forgot she was coming. I was around the corner having my Chinese, missing my mate Kath, because normally we go for the Chinese together. And, and the lady went, I won't do the voice. Uh, your friend, your friend's not with you? I went, no, it's just me. It was a very sad Chinese meal. Um, and I had, I had a main course, right? Mm. We always get um, sweet and sour pork with boiled rice. I had that. And then afterwards, I was still hungry. So I thought, so I ordered a starter, right? Mm. And then when the starter came, I wasn't hungry, but I thought, I've got, I've got to eat most of this now. Otherwise, I'm going to look stupid. I'm going to look like I don't know what my own stomach capacity is. <laughs> so I ate it and I got Chinese food all down me and I'm sat there just letting it digest that beautiful moment after the meal and I'm letting it digest. Yeah. This is at 20 to 9. And then suddenly I was hit by a thought and it went, Oh, my God, there's someone coming to take my picture in 20 minutes. I've got to get back. <laughs> so I had to go, I, I had to waddle back yeah, to waddle. talk radio, which is where we are. Yeah. And um, then, I, then I got Chinese all down my shirt. And I've worn a short sleeve shirt, which I wouldn't normally wear for a photo shoot because I don't like my arms. Um, and then she was, Sonia was in it, absolutely bonkers. Absolute fruitcake, but wonderful because of it. Yeah, I guess they, they have uh, personalities because they want to bring out like, like, the yeah. best smiles in you. Oh, yeah. And also, I'll be honest, right? How can I say this? I can't. She um, kept... Because it was in a tiny studio. She kept leaning over on... She kept getting into really interesting positions, <laughs> basically. That's ter- what a terrible thing to say. What a terrible misogynistic thing to say. But she was getting into really interesting positions to, right. in order to facilitate the photographic session. And then she kept showing me the photos. Now, I don't know about you, Ray, I hate looking at pictures of myself, right? Yeah, me too. And she done good. She did good work. She, honestly, she was excellent. Really excellent and really, really funny and we got on really well, which is always great. But she kept showing me these pictures and all I could see was a fat, grey old man. Hmm. Yeah. So, um, that was it. Anyway, I just blocked someone on Periscope then. So, oh that's, uh, so that's why. And, and literally, I got down here just as Johnny and Ash, or got up here, sorry, just as Johnny and Ash were, um, were kind of wrapping up and saying goodbye, and I, I, I dashed in. It was a little bit frantic. Am I speaking to... Are you a recording? Because you sound no, like... No, I'm not a recording. Have you, got, have you got any... I've got a friend, right, called Jonathan, right, who's got this brilliant... Yeah. When I phone him up and it goes to answer phone, he doesn't do it deliberately, <laughs> but it sounds like he's there. There's like a... There's like um, He's obviously recorded it by a road, so you hear a car, then you hear the... I go, all right, Jonathan, I'm sorry, I can't take your call right now. <laughs> every, every time, every time he gets me, man... 
Fantastic. Anyway, um, I was going to talk about the uh, Simon Smith song that you yes. played at the start. Um, every time I hear that, I always think of the uh, Muppet Show version. Have you ever heard that version? I didn't not. I didn't not not know that the um, Muppets did a version of that. No. Uh, uh, Scooter with uh, Fozzy Bear doing the dancing, obviously. Yep, yeah, those which, the, which works great on a record because you can see him dancing. Those crazy muppets. Mm. Here's the thing: whenever I hear, um, oh, hang on a minute, what do I need to hear? Um, oh, if anyone say um, phenomenon, phenomenon, dun 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 dun. dun. Oh yeah, my every phenomenon. time, every single time, and it annoys. I'm the only person that finds it amusing. I don't. I don't even know if people around me notice me doing it. But um, mm. say it again. Phenomenon. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, Ian Collins used to play that all the time. Oh well, I've, okay. That I've stopped. Okay, <laughs> there's a reason to stop. <laughs> I've stopped. Uh, yeah. Anyway, and uh, the other thing was B Jam. I used to have a B Jam microwave. Did B Jam make electronic white they goods? Did. Yeah, they did um, chest freezers, microwaves. Oh, did you know they did have chest freezer? Yeah, we had a chest freezer in the garage from B Jam. I don't know why. I don't know why we got a chest freezer. It was just a thing in sort of about 1984. No, it was earlier than that because it was when we lived in, in Farnham. No, it was when we lived in Farnham Commons. So, yeah, it was about 1984, 85. Um, everyone got chest freezers. Yeah, and I always kept... I had to, didn't have enough room in the kitchen, so they were usually in the hallway. Always, I'm always suspicious of people with um, chest freezers because it's the perfect size... Oh, yes. To fit a body in. Hmm. Yeah. And also, when I think of a chest freezer, I think of that fish and rice cake guy. <laughs> the, the classic, the classic, Ray, thank you, the classic fish and rice cake guy. You don't know what I mean? Look it up on YouTube. You won't be disappointed. The chest freezer was a, was a real, um, uh, I don't want to say, I don't want to say it, phenomenon. <laughs> Uh, and e- in the 80s, everyone thought it would be cool to get a chest freezer. And I don't know why, because they're the most impractical. Hey, I only found out what white goods were about three years ago. I didn't know what white goods meant. I thought it was, um, I didn't know what it meant. Someone was talking about white goods. And I had to say, I'm really sorry. I don't know what you mean by white white goods. Uh, and it's all like, you know, it's like fridges. Fridges and what it's, it's stuff that goes in the kitchen, isn't it, basically? Let me get an expert on. Johnny? Hello? God, there's... Johnny? Hello? Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll try, try and call Johnny back. Let's go to Simon instead. Yes, Simon? Hip, hip, hip. There's a real odd vibe to the show this evening, isn't there? Yeah, it's very odd. I think it's my mum's fault. Oh, yeah, it was your mum! Yes, blame her. She Vanessa. don't even know what a DAB radio is. I, I didn't want to. I could totally have. And beg my my uh, language here, Simon. <laughs> I could have totally ripped your mother a new one. Right? I could have totally torn her a new a hole. No, you were very nice. Um, but I tiptoed around her, and I say that now, knowing that she will never, ever listen to this ever again. <laughs> what was she doing? Phoning into a show she'd never heard of. On a station she'd never listened to. You said the other day you didn't get many women callers. Yeah. So I, I said to her, I'll give him a call. Yeah. Oh, well. You appreciate that. Well, I'm, I'm glad she did. It was nice talking to her. She might, you might have convinced her to listen to it now no. when she figures out what a DAB radio is. No. No. 
No, never going to happen. I think I she think thinks, we know that, don't we? She thinks you talk about supermarkets all the time. <laughs> well, in many ways, um, we uh, we do. Um, anyway, yes, I've got some big news regarding uh, my music producing career. Oh, yeah, this is the country and western singer. What's his name? Um, Stephen Larson or something. Tyler Brandon. Tyler Brandon, that was it. And it's Tyler with an O-R, isn't it? Tyler Brandon. Well, anyway... um, Is he dead? No, no, that'd be... Well, he ain't signed the contract yet. No, 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 listen. When when they die, mate, that's when you you get the big bucks. Cash it in. Yeah, you look at... um, Who's that woman? Um... Not um, not the one that is um, the sitar player's daughter, because she's still alive. Who's the sitar? Hang on a bit. Who's the sitar player? So well, the Wurzels you're talking about? No, not the Wurzels. <laughs> the famous Ravi Shankar. Right, we're going to work backwards. Who's Ravi Shankar's famous daughter? He's got about 15 daughters. Who's his famous one, Simon? I have no... I've never even heard of him. Shh. Oh, jeez. Ravi Shankar. Ravi Shankar, right, uh, was a, a sitar player, right, and he got befriended. Nora Jones. Thank you. How did you know that? Periscope. Oh, flipping it. Now, this, is the, this is the problem with Periscope and, and Google and, and the, the internet. It's killing the art of the phone-in radio show. I could have got an hour out of that. Anyway, <laughs> there's a brilliant bit, right, where... Oh, oh let me find it. Let, let me, hang on, let me find it. There's a brilliant bit of... So, Ravi Shankar, right... Was um, sitar player the the um, hooked up with George Harrison and uh, is it a concert for Bangladesh? I think he does it. And um, he taught, you know, he, he he made the Beatles go a bit Indian, right? That's, that's the shorthand version. Um, oh, here we go. Listen to this. Listen to this. And this is him at the concert for Bangladesh, right? This is him and his band, and they're tuning up. It's at Madison Square Garden, right? And they are tuning up. Okay, so listen to this. This is them tuning up. The crowd go wild for the tuning up. Amazing. Thank you. If we appreciate the tuning so much, I hope you'll enjoy the playing more. That's not George Harrison. No, that's Ravi Shankar, you <laughs> muppet. But the, but that, what that proves is America in the 1970s was so darned racist that they thought the tuning up of the sitar was um, the actual music of the sitar. And mm. it wasn't. It was just him tuning up. Anyway, it, Big it, Simon, what you got me, for us? It's funny you said about George Harrison because yep. what I have done is I've booked the Cavin Club to do my launch event for my music. Have you really? Producer. Yep. How much does but, a Cavern Club cost? Uh, it's the back room. It's not the... Oh, um, okay. you know, they well, got two well, you know it's not the Cavern Club as well, don't you? I'm pretending it is in my head. Okay, but you know it's... You know, yeah, because the, the, the real Cavern Club got demolished. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's... You know, so basically, from two weeks, I've gone from having a song played on the radio yeah. to playing in the Cavern Club. That's brilliant! But the problem is, I've got no acts. No acts? Yeah, for my night. So, I'm also looking for a presenter of the show. Right. To introduce the acts. Yeah. And um, I wondered if you would be up for it. I'll do it, for 500, be... I'll do it for 500 quid. Well, I meant up for asking Kath if she would be able to do it. Do you think she'd be up for it? 
going to do that one, isn't I? Um, well, well, she's away. Why don't you ask her when she gets back, Simon? <laughs> the thing is, imagine um, for your career, it'd be a highlight for your career, wouldn't it? Be no, no, club. no. Because, a, because it's not the Cavern Club. B, it's the back room, at, uh, not the Cavern Club. And C, I introduced The Who live on stage at the Royal Albert Hall, Simon. Yeah, but Tyler Brandon. Well, he's not going to be there. I'm going, I might fly him over if we sell enough records. Oh, for crying. When is it booked for? December. I got a good rate because I told him it was for a Christmas party. <laughs> so they might throw in a, like a dinner as well, like a turkey dinner or something uh, for everyone who comes. Well, um, I admire your chutzpah and your gojones. But, um, yeah, well, it'll be all right. You'll have a decent night. you just got to find some bands and have a word with Kath and it'll be great. Yeah. Would you um, would, would do a little um, broadcast live from the show? Well. Oh, what, on Wait. here? Yeah, yeah. What day of the week is it? Uh, a fr- uh, Thursday. Right, OK. Well, then I... OK. Well, then Kath will more than likely be able to, um, to do it because she'll be sacked from here by then, I'm sure. We'll find out what the listening figures are at midnight. So, so who knows? Who knows? When we, That's we, the problem with Periscope, though, isn't it? They don't count. No. I mean, yesterday you had 700 people in there. Yeah, well, that, that would uh, be almost double what I'm expecting to get, but never mind. <laughs> uh, Simon, I wish you the best of luck with it. Cheers. Book the bloody Wurzels. Book the Wurzels. They'll do it. <sighs> it's going to be one of those shows, I think, where um, it's just going to bounce around for a bit. And that's fine, isn't it? It's just going to bounce around for a little bit. And I've really got no... Oh, there was one thing I wanted to mention, actually. Arthur Lee. It was ten years ago that Arthur Lee died. Who he? I'll play a bit of Arthur Lee later on. I must remember to do that. Apart from that... You know. 0844-499-1000. We call you back. Johnny, Tris, stay there. Come to you after this. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm still reeling a little bit from uh, last night's show. Where I don't know if you heard it from eleven till. Is it out as the podcast now? Has it gone out? So the, the, get the podcast. Basically, the podcast is the second hour of yesterday's show, where we had a rush or a rash of um, callers that. Um, to me, really typify what I think late night radio should be all about. And it was funny because they all seemed to come at once and I didn't ask for it. I didn't put it out there. But it started off with Imran, who is a flat earther. And what that means is he believes the earth is flat. And I've really been thinking about Imran a lot today, and I've come to the conclusion he's absolutely nuts. I've, I've really tried to see his point of view. And then it was followed. We had a 9-11 conspiracy theorist, and um, we had Billy calling in, talking about something. Uh, and it was a thoroughly entertaining hour of radio. Right? It was really good fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, and, and what am I trying to say? I guess I'm trying to say is, those people can call in again and it it kind of uh, I'm struggling for words tonight because I'm tired and it's been a long old week and I'm, well, hang on it's only Wednesday um, and I've eaten too much and I feel bloated and never I can never think properly when I feel bloated I do my best shows when I'm hungry and alert but 
Uh, what I'm trying to say is those people can call in again, even if we had an argument. And this show is um, an outlet for people on the fringes of society, whatever that may mean. Um, but you can come here and you can kind of share that stuff. You'll be challenged. I'm not going to accept it willy-nilly, but you'll be challenged. But you can come and talk about it. And you wouldn't get on Five Live or LBC or any of those other stations. Whenever I start with a new producer, first thing I always say is, if someone calls up that wouldn't normally get on, put them to the front of the queue. They're the people, you're the people that I want to talk to um, most. Talk to, I'll talk to anyone, you know, but um, the, the people on the fringes. So if Imran wants to call in again, if Billy wants to call in again, if the 9-11 dude wants to call in again, or if anyone wants to expound their theories, this is the place for it. You know, and I, I keep stressing this week, and I think it's starting to uh, to hit home for a significant number of you, that this show is not about anything. It's not your traditional phone-in show. I'm trying to get a guy from America, a guy called Bob Fass, to come on. He's 83 years old. And there's a brilliant documentary about him called Radio Unnameable, I think. And he had this radio show in the 60s and the 70s. And he'd get people like Tiny Tim and Bob Dylan and um, uh, all kinds of people on the fringes on. And, and, and people would phone him up. And it, 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 he arranged um, a bee-in at an airport. He said, right, we're all going to meet at this airport tomorrow at 11. And everyone turned up at this airport and it was nice. Um I'm going to try and get him on. But it, 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 it's the closest thing I can compare this to what I'm trying to achieve with this show. Disappearing a little bit of my ass, Yes, I may be. I may be. And that's absolutely fine. What I'm trying to say is you can call in about anything on this show. And the further we go along this journey, the, the more comfortable and confident I am at turning up with nothing at turning up to the show with nothing and just having faith that either you'll call in with something or the energy, the vibrations, God, inspiration, panic, fear, whatever you want to call it, will strike me. And I'll have stuff that will come out of my mouth and you'll have stuff to phone in with. I would say... About seven out of ten shows we get that. Seven out of ten shows. That's not bad odds. That's not... So three and a half shows out of a week. That's not bad odds. That's not bad odds. And I am getting more and more comfortable uh, coming in with nothing. Now, I still carry this bit of paper around with me that I jot down stories from the newspapers. I haven't done, I haven't done them for the last week, but I've still got them. But underneath, I'll normally write down just a couple of ideas. And all I've written today is Arthur Lee, because Arthur Lee died ten years ago today. And that's it. That's it. Imagine having three hours to fill and all you've got is the name of some dead boat bloke that hardly anyone's ever heard of. Imagine that. 0844 499 1000 is the telephone number. With what I've just said in mind, call up. We call you back. Anybody, everybody is welcome. I think we've got Johnny back. Evening, Johnny. Little cowboy, tie your horse up tight. Hip, hip, hip. Billy's all right. Evening. Good evening, Johnny. That was delightful. Oh, I'm glad you said that. I like your shirt. Thanks, man. That's all right. You still off the Twitter? 
Uh, yeah, kind of. Oh, look, I've got the I've got oh, Twitter open enough. here. I've got Twitter open here. I'm going to close it. He said. Well, refreshing. I was looking here earlier, and it said yours on you now. What the blooming hell's that? Well, I tried you now uh, earlier on. Uh, it's, never it's, heard of it. Well, no, nor have I. It's another way of streaming video. Let's, okay. Hang on a minute. Well, let's let's try it on on here. Oh God, it's not going to be like Twitter where everyone abuses people and nasty dicks on there, is it? Um, I hate Twitter. I, I I don't I don't know. I mean, there's a bit of that going on 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 Periscope, and I don't know. Okay. All I'm do all I know is I mm. will try anything to get. Um, as many listeners to this show and this station as is humanly possible. Uh, and so I'm trying all these other little bits and pieces. Also, someone said to me, you can monetize you now and make dollar off it. Really? Well, this is what someone said. Mm, how's that work? Well, I don't, I don't know. This is, hang on a minute. So we're going to go live on there. Uh, and let's, okay. see, let's see what... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so we're on there now and we'll see if that has any impact on um, figures and stuff. Anyway, Johnny, what have you got? In... Huh? Yeah, well, is that a new app then, is it? I've never heard of it. I've never, I don't know. I'm an old man. I, 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 don't, yeah. I don't really know. Um, so we'll see. But people can chat there and I can send chat and stuff like that. So I don't know. I don't know is the... Uh, you, um, you were saying on Periscope earlier about the listening figures. Yes. Yeah? Yes. Uh, what are they? Any news? Sorry? Any news? What are they? I don't. Are they like... I don't know. I know that my boss oh. is down the pub getting drunk now. That either means the the figures are good, oh. or it means the figures are really really bad. So That's I haven't not a good got, thing. I haven't got a clue. I haven't got a clue. I will find out. Well, you lot will be able to find out at midnight because they'll be published at midnight for the station. We won't get a breakdown for the shows for a while. I don't know. The last couple of nights, I was on Periscope looking, and there was like. Three, four hundred people on there. It's quite busy, and there were so many people saying so many nice things about you. Well, it was quite a nice thing because normally it's really kind of sh- uh, rubbish, you know. And you got all that nasty thing like Twitter, and yeah, that's probably here's the, the thing. Here's why, the thing, Johnny. You... Here's the thing, Johnny. I am really starting to believe that mm-hmm. so- the social media experiment has failed, okay. and that the majority of social uh... media is actually very dark and um, uh, is, is, is very destructive. And I know there are nice people, and you sound like a nice bloke, and there are nice people on, you know, all around. Um, but I, I, I do think that, that Twitter in particular, but, but other social media networks as well, are um, a place that breed <laughs> bullying. Yeah, well, it's, it reminds me of YouTube. When you go on YouTube and you get sucked in this, into this wormhole and you yeah. look through so many things, when you look at the comments, so many, like, nasty... Like, yeah. What the hell would you say? YouTube like comments, yeah. Like teenagers sitting behind a laptop saying, right... It reminds me, I don't know if you remember this, but there was one guy and he was, like, abusing this boxer. It actually got on telly in the end. He was abusing him. And then the boxer tracked him down... He took a picture of his oh, robe. Yeah, he did, didn't he? I remember that. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. And then the bloke was like, "Oh no, no, no! Sorry, this has all got out of hand." He, he did. He drove up. He found his street and he, t- he tweeted a picture it. of his street and said, "Right, do you want to talk about it now or something like that?" Yeah. And but you know, the weird thing is, in yeah. the end, they started going on daytime TV and saying, "Oh, like, you know, this is what could have happened." It all got a bit weird, really. Like, I you know, but... um um, I had a really good point there, and I've I've completely forgotten 
Oh, sorry. No, 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 not your fault. I'm, 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 I'm really tired tonight, Johnny, and it's my mind's all over the place. You were talking about the boxer. You were talking about. Oh, that's it. You said it was. Te- I don't think it is teenagers primarily it that do it. Doesn't no, it? no, no, no. I think it really? is grown, primarily grown men. A, a, a number of grown women, but I think it's. I think it's a, a, a male thing in their twenties, thirties, and forties. Um, yeah, I don't know about that. I just thought it was kids just being like dicks, you no. know, sending nasty things. Would someone with a grown man do that kind of crap? Yes, no. yes, they do. Uh, they do. Wow. I've met, and and there are women I know because I've had one that I've had to go to the police about. It's, it's, <laughs> I remember you saying about that. Oh yeah, man, yeah. it's grown men. It's grown men and grown women doing it. Wow. Yeah. yeah. There's probably another reason for me to come off Twitter. I haven't been on there that long, but... Uh, uh, yeah, it's rubbish. It's, it's rubbish. The internet, Johnny, yeah. is rubbish. That's one of the reasons I come off Facebook. Didn't like it. Just, yeah. well, people are just knobs. Anyway, uh, yes. one more thing before yes. I go. Yes. Where's Caddock tonight? Everyone's beating him. I feel elated because I've been on before Caddock. Um, I, I've, I don't know. Caddock. Uh, did, he oh. phone us, did he phone us yesterday? I think he did. I don't know where Caddock is. Caddock. Uh, no Caddock, no Barry from Watford. Think, I love Barry from Watford. Uh, we all we all love a bit of Barry from Watford, Johnny. But um, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Let's go to Tris. Evening, Tris. Hip 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 hip. How you doing, fella? I'm all right, fella. What you got for us? Um, you were talking about. I think it was to Luke about um answering uh numbers that you don't know. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I, I very rarely yeah. do it unless I'm feeling ebullient. Well. I mean, I'm always, I'm always tempted, so I like to find out. But my wife, she never will. Yeah. But curiosity getting the better of her. She'll either wait for me to get home, yeah. or better yet, text me the number to phone them back to find out who it was. Say that again. My wife, if she gets, if she gets a call from a number she doesn't know, yeah. she'll either get me to ring them back, or she'll text me the number if I'm not at home to ring them to find out who it was. Y- you... She texts you the number for you to call them? Yeah, to find out who it was and then let her know who it was. That's nuts. It is nuts. It's the most annoying thing in the world. Why don't you tell her no? Oh, I just I text back and say it was her lover or something like that. Oh, you know? and, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I, I don't... I, the, the, the un, uh, even more so than a withheld, the unknown number is um, very, very unlikely to be answered in my world. Very unlikely. As a a general rule, I'll answer it if it's a mobile. Yeah. But if it's a landline, it's probably a company trying to sell me something. That's my sort of general rule. But then they start ringing off of mobiles now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Companies. Yeah, oh, they're clever. They're clever because they know because of what you've just said. Yeah. That's right. Um, I met met Damon Hill this evening. (laughs) Uh, the racing car man. Yeah. Well, I didn't know who he was when I met him. I got told afterwards who he was. I cooked for him, and um, I was sort of led out to meet meet this table. As I'm a chef, um, to meet this table. Yeah. And like, I couldn't work out what was going. On. I'm only there for the night. I couldn't work out what was going on. Right. Okay. And then I got told about half an hour later who it was. I'm I'm still not impressed, even though even though I know who it is. It's um, I can tell you he's gone grey in the last 20 years. Has he got long hair? He's got very long hair, hasn't he? 
He hasn't now, but I think he did in the day, yeah. Yeah. He was good friends with George Harrison. Was it, oh, of course, because George was in Yeah, uh, he was really, really good friends with George Harrison. You should have you should have picked his brains about George. Well, I would have done if I'd have known who it was and known that some information. I, I'm not a fan of sport, but no. motor racing has got to be the dullest sport ever, hasn't it? I mean, I've always thought if, if you go and see that live, it, it must be utterly pointless because yeah. every couple of minutes you just see a few cars, few bars, and then you've got to wait again. I've, ne- I've never really understood it. Um, I, can I just say, we're exper- I'm experimenting. I'm not going to get too geeky tonight, but I'm experimenting, Tris. We've got Periscope up and we've got 500 people and that's great. And I'm trying this new yeah. thing called You Now, right? And I don't yeah. really, it's, it's a different Periscope. I don't know if I'm going to stick with it. The interesting thing about You Now is you can invite a guest broadcaster on i don't know what that means or how it works right so i'm um, if you're on you now look for me you now you, you now.com slash ian lee and i'm broadcasting yeah. on there and then i've just invited this guy t delts to be a guest broadcaster there we go okay. can you hear me t delts it's a little bit laggy i don't think he knows but basically i can now see this bald i can't hear you very well but I can hear this bald. I can see this bald um, topless bloke. He's got tattoos on his arms, and he's looking terribly embarrassed. He's in bed as well. What, what, Look, what is this app exactly? I don't. I don't know. But um, I don't know. But anyway, I can see a bald man with tattoos, and I don't know if I, I feel dirty. I feel dirty. I don't know. I'm going to, ex- I'm going to experiment with you now. I'll, I'm, I'll, I'll, there we go. I'll, I'll save him his embarrassment. I'm going to experiment with you now. Uh, maybe when I get home tonight. If I'm feeling ebullient, I might. Uh, it's my word of the day. Um, I might. Oh, you'll get Caddick doing the bloody karaoke on there on a Friday, wouldn't you? Trying to broadcast with you. Could be. Could be. Uh, uh, oh, by the way, Tris, here's a treat for you. Yeah. Again from Watco. I've only got 30 seconds. Go onto YouTube, look for Paul McCartney and Skype. Okay, we'll do. Enjoy yourself. It's Paul McCartney recording lots of little sounds. For Skype, have you seen? Oh, it's brilliant. I love McCartney, but he is a massive plum. <laughs> uh, I'll see if I can dig it out and play some of it. Thank you, Tris. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Leon, stay there. I shall come to you after this. Talk radio. I've got a feeling tonight's show won't go down as a, as a classic, but they can't all be classics, can they? You've had uh, we've had a good run of shows. We're, we're, we're due a slightly flatter one, and that's fine. There's still plenty of time to go. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Speak to you after this. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There's a voice that keeps on calling me down the road. It's where I'll always be. Just keep moving on Down this road That never seems to end When new adventure Lies just around the bend So if you want to join me For a while Just 
499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. You're more than welcome to. What have we talked about so far? Well, the Wurzels, um, people not knowing what DAB radio is, Arthur Lee, and uh, photographs. And that's about it, really. That's about it. Oh, and Damon Hill. Motor racing. Oh, flipping it. The Olympics start in a minute, didn't they? Right. Has there ever been a more flaccid build-up to an Olympics than this one? I didn't even know the Olympics were starting this week. I thought it was months away. Um, But it's going to be like a really crappy Olympic. I mean, they all are generally, but... And there's all this stuff about all the stadia hasn't been built. There's always that. We had that. It, what, what a limp build-up to an Olympics with Russia still in it, even though they're cheats, because the IOC, they're after the dollar, man. They're after the money. So they didn't have the balls. They were either scared of losing the money or getting shanked by Putin. So they didn't ban the... Um, Russian team, despite the fact they're all on drugs. They're all on drugs. Um, and uh, it just seems like a real... Oh, it's the Olympics. Before, always it's been... And I'm not just talking about our ones. When were they? 2011? 20, something like that. 2012. I'm not just talking about our ones. But all the Olympics have always had a big boom, boom, boom. It's the Olympics. It's the Olympics coming very soon. It's the Olympics coming soon. And there's been none of that with this. It's like, oh, the Olympics. Oh, well, it's the Olympics. 
0844 is the phone number. Leon's on the line. Good evening, Leon. Oh, hi there, mate. Yeah, uh, you, you caught my ear tonight when you said about the world being flat. Um, back in about, I don't know, March, sort of early springtime. Yes. Um, I, I, a bit of backstory here. I like me, I play music and I like old instruments. I don't like new instruments. Um, and I saw this Hammond what, what organ. What kind of instruments? Like the vial? Well, it's like a Hammond organ I saw on oh. Gumtree, and it was it was literally about five miles down the road. And I thought, if I don't take this up, I'm a fool. How much was the Hammond organ? It cost me fifty pounds. Well, it didn't actually. It cost me about thirty pounds in the end. But this, thirty this, quid for a Hammond? Yeah. Well, there's a story attached to that, which <laughs> which is why I was calling. Go on. Um, well, basically, I, I looked on Gumtree, and I thought, you know, I'm going to have to run at this. And I phoned the guy up, and I said, oh, you're about at the moment. And he's like, yeah. So I quickly jumped in the car, went up there and saw him. Yeah. Told, told me other half that I was going. Yeah. Um, come back home. I mean, I left about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I come back home, and it was about 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. And she said, well, where's the organ? And as it happened, I got talking to this guy, and he's a, he was a believer in the world being flat. I... Um, and it went from a casual conversation to a really deep conversation. And before I left, he actually said to me, he said, a wise man once said to me, anything can be made of a straight line and a circle. And he said, you think about that for a while. And it kind of, he kind of put a seed into my head. Um, he put anyway, seed so into I, your head? Yeah, well, let me explain a little bit more. I then went back oh. the next day to pick this organ up. I'm making rude jokes. Yes. <laughs> Okay, no, sorry. I, uh, I, I apologise. George, yeah. you're a fanny. Okay. <laughs> um, and again, I returned the next night without it, and my missus is getting really suspicious at this point. Yeah. And I said, look, I'm going to have to pick this up, because the guy is fascinating. Every time I speak to him, he's spinning my mind. So I went up there with the with the kids, because um, they had kids as well, and we went round there and had a really... You know, nice night chatting, and he was he was talking really deep, quite openly in front of me, other half, and yeah. she was buying it all and stuff. Um, and again, we went home a third night without picking this organ up, and eventually this went on for us about four or five days. Yeah. Um, eventually got it, but but did you not before you left, like on day three, <laughs> did you not say we'll, we'll take the organ now, mate? No, because I tell you, I tell you what's unusual. I mean, I'm a very deep thinker, and I have a lot of thoughts, and I don't ever meet people on my wavelength who are willing to talk about it and open. Right. I mean, obviously, you hear people listen to a station like this, you hear people saying stuff all the time, and you yeah. think, oh, he's a nutter, or actually, yeah, they've, got, they've got a pint, but a little bit extreme. Um, whereas this guy had so many similar habits to me, things like um, we was laughing because... I can't, if I get myself a glass of water, for example, I have yeah. to run the tap for a long while before I put the water in the glass. Yeah. And and he's the same. What? Yeah, I, know, I, know I have to I have to rinse the glass out three times before I can drink the water that's in there. Oh, exactly. It's little things like that. But I've I've never sat there and actually spoke to someone in person about. What's this? Hang on, you don't think the world is flat, though, do you? No, I don't. Well, this is the point. I mean, it all started. He said about the children at school being taught lies about the planets, and I thought, oh, this is interesting. Yeah. Um, and then he went on and. It, he wouldn't. He wouldn't tell me the answer because he said you have to find out for yourself. But it's something to do with this straight line what? and a circle. And he said the Beatles cracked it oh, in the in the sixties. Yeah, and that guy cracked it when he took too much LSD yeah. in the sixties. But, but it's everywhere. He was saying about symbol, like power symbols of a circle and a line. And then he said to me, he, he said, "What's the highest number?" 
I said, well, what do you mean the highest number? 17 or something? <laughs> no, 18. And he, and he said, no, no, hang on, 20. He no, said, if you, 21. If you, if you add numbers together, they always end up at nine. No, they don't. Well, what he said to me is, he said, if you, have you got a pen and paper or something? Yes. He said, if you times any number by nine, then right. add them together, you get back to nine. So if you do nine times something. Right, nine times three, six, nine, twelve. Well, yeah, of course you would, because it's multiplied by nine. Yeah, but I've done it on high enough. I've sat here and I've done it on yeah, high enough. all right, but hang on. If you might, okay, let's multiply something by. Oh no! Well, that's just a, that. Well, that doesn't. Ma- hang on a minute. That number nine, number nine. Exactly. That doesn't mean anything. No, no. <laughs> that's you, just that's just a, a, a mathematical anomaly. No, it's not because what you've stumbled on there is that number nine, and this is the clue. And a, a lot of people are aware of this in the seventies. What? And there's a very famous philosopher called... I forgot his name. David Bollocks. No, someone Watts. David Watts. Alan Watts, maybe. Right. Who... uh, To be honest, I don't know it myself. No, I know, I I was picking up... But the Beatles, number nine was just a random thing. (laughs) Well... But hang on a bit, hang on a bit. We're getting bogged down by facts, right? (laughs) So... Uh, but what does number nine prove? That the Earth is flat? No, well, what he was saying is that even back in the 60s and 70s, people were becoming, because of drugs, that it was wind- widening their minds, basically. Oh, and the government started building on a series of lies. To, oh, God. To keep- yes, I know, I know, I totally... I would, have, I would have not gone back to that person's house. I wanted that organ so much. <laughs> It's got a rotary cabinet with it as well. Oh, the old rotary cabinet. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> and you can see it spinning. Yeah. So did you get the Hammond? I got the Hammond of the cabinet, and it's brilliant. And he's a really, really nice chap. Now, I didn't want to stray too far, and I don't, I don't want to offend anyone on air, but I don't know if he's had a, like a, a serious loss in his life, because you find that... With yeah, a loss of his sanity. Well, if someone lose someone quite close to him, that can kind of rock them, and they look for something to cling on to. But yeah. I mean, he he truly believed this, and he's a a successful guy. He's got his own business. Well, he doesn't know the value of a Hammond because that's probably worth a couple of hundred quid at least. <laughs> Apparently not, because people can't. That, that's so big, you see, and people haven't got. I tell you what, I, I tell you what, I looked for yesterday on um, eBay, on eBay. Yeah, Fender Rhodes. Oh, lovely! I start, they didn't have any, but I start, I can't play keyboards. But I thought, oh, that look nice in the garage. Yeah, Fender Rhodes, but you, I, I, they, you can't find them for love and the money. They cost a fortune. But, but you can get a, a, a nice upright piano for like forty, fifty pounds nowadays. Well, we we've got an upright piano, and, yeah, I, and you pull the front off them, and you it's an absolute work of art. Yeah, uh, well, we incredible. we we um, stupidly I spent about five hundred quid on an upright piano because uh, muggins here, and it, I bought this piano. It's five hundred quid, and it came from Hull. Right? It's, it's a good piano, actually. I'm glad we've got it. And the boys, yeah, like it. oh, there's different levels. But isn't the, there? Um, the the but the, the the fellow that was delivering it from Hull is this big big lad, right? And he was delivering it himself, mm-hmm. and he had, he had to shorts get, on. He had shorts on, yeah. Did you have a crafty look or no? What? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, uh, the, the piano. Sorry. Yeah. What? And he had to um, bend get over. The, get, no, shut up! No, Will you uh, shut up, Leon. Okay. For crying out loud! I'm wondering if it was you, you that was banging on about the number nine, number sixty-nine. <laughs> and he had to get the piano out of the back of the truck, right? But he didn't have um, uh, like a ramp. Uh. So he just 
he, he wheeled it so it was hanging over the back of the truck. And then he sort of lowered it. And I said, do you want a hand? He went, no, 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 I'm all right, mate. I know what I'm doing. And then he dropped it. Oh, and he went, don't worry, it'll be all right. <laughs> and um, it was it was not all right because it knackered the piano. And then I complained of to the course. bloke and he said, there's nothing I can do about it, mate. You just need to go... Do you find you use it much then? Because I would like a little upright, but I've got a, um, I've got like a synth. You've got a Hammond. Yeah, but it's not the same as a piano because you've got no velocity on a Hammond other than the um, pedal for yeah, volume. Yeah, it works and we use it. We have little, we have little discos and I can bash out a few tunes on there and then the oh, boys are having nice. piano lessons. So you can stick that right up your jacksie. Oh, that's nice. Have you opened the front and had a look at the craftsmanship? No, of course I've not looked at the craftsmanship. What do you think I am? Some sort of pervert? 0844. Four nine nine one thousand. I tell you um, what, dear listener. Now I'm, I'm googling Hammond organs. Now isn't Ian with everything else that's going on in your life? Now is not the time to be googling uh, Hammond organs on eBay. Okay, okay. Now would be an excellent time for you to call in, dear listener, because because and I'm going to say it. We ain't got no callers. For the first time in uh, an hour and fifteen minutes, the switchboard is empty nobody willing to call in so if you if you want to come on if you've thought well you know i want to give the and we've got loads of new periscopers nearly 600 periscopers tonight good evening um uh, uh, or if you're listening for the first time and you're thinking well i don't know i i don't know what he's talking about i'm not you know i'm not um i'll explain the ethos of the show after this 0844 499 1000 Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Now let me explain. Um, and I've been doing this a lot recently, but uh, uh, regular listeners will bear with me because it will bear fruit eventually. It's starting to bear fruit. Okay, we're getting lots of new listeners, and we'll find out tomorrow. Well, some of you will find out midnight how well the station has done or otherwise. Um. Uh, I'm expecting low because the station ain't advertised. We'll see what happens. And we'll get a breakdown for the specific shows over the coming days. Exciting. Um, But we are getting, you know, we are getting more people tuning in. And I think it does warrant me explaining this again, right? Because if you if you listen to late night radio and you've been listening to late night radio for the last few years, you've got um, some really competent people. You've got Phil Williams on Five. You've got Duncan Barks on BBC London. You've got Ian Collins on on um, uh, LBC. All these people, and there's some other people around the place. Um, but what they do is they do very they do excellent shows. But they are very structured and they are formatted and um, they, they follow kind of a strict rule. Okay, Quite often the show will be, for the first hour, we're going to talk about this. For the second hour, we're going to talk about the Olympics. The third hour, we're going to talk about Muslims. A lot of Muslim phone-ins. Flipping heck. But I'm bored of bloody Muslims. I'm bored of, I'm bored of all of that nonsense. As a phone-in. Um, this show isn't like that. This show really is about nothing. And I said earlier on, I'm getting braver and braver at stepping away from coming in with a list of potential things to talk about, talk about, talk about. And I'm just kind of hoping that my wits and the stars and God and whatever will um, line up in the correct position and uh, we'll get calls and we'll get good radio. We're getting there. About seven out of every ten shows is pretty good. 
pretty good. And one of those seven is is excellent. Right. So we're getting there and we have a few duds and that's fine. And that's to be expected. And we learn from our failures and we learn from our mistakes. If you're doing everything um, uh, right. And Simon, Hannah and Manny, stay there. We'll come to you in a minute. If we're doing everything right, well, then we're never going to improve. We, we, we only improve uh, on this show and in life when we mess things up. We get better by doing things wrong and um, analysing it and working out what you did wrong and, and, and coming back reversing a bit and then going off in a slightly different direction. Um. But the, the aim of this show at the moment, and this might change, is for me to be able to come in without any bit of paper, without anything, open the phone lines, open my mouth, and see what happens. See what happens. We're getting close to that. We're getting close to it. It's exciting. We had an hour of it yesterday, a pure hour of it yesterday, where whatever happened, happened. And you couldn't plan a show like that. So if you're new and you're waiting for the question, you're waiting for the topic, you're waiting for the theme, you're waiting for the, um, the, the call and response thing that so many radio shows and radio broadcasters do, you're not going to get that here. Honestly, it is a blank canvas. It is an open invitation for you to pick up the phone, dial 0844 499 1000 and talk about anything. We call you back. You can talk about anything. Let's see what Manny wants to talk about. Evening, Manny. What was the film... In the 80s, well, I'm going to give you some more clues. In the 80s, they always found it hilarious at the end of loads of films for the cast to mime. It seems to be every film did it in the 80s. It's probably only one. But for the cast to mime as the credits rolled, fill me up Buttercup. Got no idea. I can think of three films that did that. Why do you feel... But there was one of those films... Where it had an old woman doing that hip hop, hippity hop. No idea. It was a f- oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Someone will know. There's, there's your hook. There's your question, guys. If you want it for you, uh, for you. you. Remember the fall guy. Remember the fall guy. The yeah. fall guy. No, what was that, Manny? When you you you, you played the music in your leave ages. No. Yes, you did. You used to play when you started. The fall guy. Did, yeah. Did, what, did, what is that? Did, did, Sing it. Play on it. You should play on on, on this show. Sing it. Sing, sing it. I'll be. Lee Majors. Remember the full guy, don't you? I don't remember the full guy. What was it? A film? No, it was like a um, the Bounty Hunter. Remember Steve Austin? He, he, one of you used to play Steve Austin. I remember um, the the hunter yeah. with Steve McQueen. That was that was Steve McQueen's no, last no, film. No, 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 no. Well, he's you, a bounty um, hunter. You, you, you played the music on him. Sometimes you used to play the uh, the dog one, London. Are you, are you back on the source again, man? Uh, no, 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 drinky, drinky. Good, no, drinky, drinky. Are you back no, on no, the smoky, no. smoky no. then? Uh, smoky, little bit. Because I. No, you, it's Lee Majors. Lee Majors, that's the one. Who's Lee Majors? He's a stuntman. What the hell are you 
talking about, woman? Oh, God, man. You, you, anyway, never mind. Could you... The, the six women that listen to your show at the hospital... Yes. And they love your show. My missus got them hooked on it. In, uh, in the hospital? Ward. Yeah. Beautiful. The show... Uh, 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 I first to them, I said, get... get Get in to give you a shout out tonight. No, we're not doing a shout out. Who do you think we are? Ken Bruce. We do Pop Master. We don't do shout outs. <laughs> I was listening to um, Six Music. We listened to Six Music a bit. Now I've got DAB in the car. And mm-hmm. um, listening to um, the excellent Mark Radcliffe, right? Who's brilliant. He's brilliant. But he was doing like shout outs and stuff. And it was very. And happy birthdays and things. It was very weird. It felt very uh, safe to they, me. They help people out, don't they? People with heart problems are working hard. Mark Radcliffe helps people with heart problems? No. What? The the, the girls I want you to give a shout-out to. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not going to give them a shout-out. Just say hi to lung. I'm not going to do it. Okay, okay, no problem. Anyway, I was going to say something else to you. Sing sing the theme tune again. Sing the theme tune again. That's Grange Hill. No, it's not, man. That is Grange Hill. Teenagers? No, it's not. Kath will know when she's back. Kath's away on hot. Kath's dead to me. Where's she she gone? I don't know. I've not spoken to her since she went. Oh, and I miss my mate. I miss my mate. Uh, She's nice, isn't she? Yeah, she's all right. She does a good job. Where's where's Eve gone? It's here, and uh, Emma are doing an excellent job. An excellent, excellent job. Um, they're Why there. Do you call him Eid? His name's Ed. What do you call him, Eid for? Because he's, um, he was born during Eid. <laughs> I was going to say that. I thought that not. No, yes, <laughs> we, we can say these things. I oh, know. You, you, you know, monkeys, blah, blah, dear. Manny, have we got, are we even a pro? I know I said people can call in about nothing, but you really have taken that literally. Well, <laughs> what have you called in for, man? <laughs> so say hello and see how you are you leaking, wasn't? I'm alright. I'm alright. All right. Ta 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 I mean, um, delightfully wonderful. Let's go to uh, Caddock. Hello, mate. You're right. Hello, man. I'm sorry, I'm a bit late calling tonight. That's all right. How's how's mum? I'm getting better. Good. I'm glad to hear it, mate. All right, and also, what you were talking about just now, it was Colt Seavers from The Fall Guy. Oh, The Fall Guy. Why didn't he say? He's quite a bit thinking, he understands he was He was all over the shop tonight, wasn't he? It was than me. It, well, let's not, let's not jump to conclusions. And that's me saying it. And that's you saying it. Exactamundo Fonzarelli. Um, what you got for us, Al? Well, look, if I'm a bit late, what were the topics for tonight? Well, this is what I've I've kind of just been explaining that we we're not we've not got any topics, and I'm really trying to step away from a show that has topics. I want it to be, and it's only just in the last week or so that it's dawned on me that this is what I want it to be. I want it to be a topicless show. I want to be able to come into the studio without any bits of paper. And open my mouth and open the phone lines and see what happens. Well, something very important is happening tomorrow. What's that? The radio ratings come out. Yes, I know. And the first one for talk radio as well. Yes, I know. 
What do you think their chances are? Very slim. First one from Virgin Radio as well. Yeah, I, I think, wonder how many they've got. Well, I, you know, I have. Here's the thing: I have never worked at a new radio station before. I've always worked at established radio stations. So I have literally no experience of of this. I know my boss was down the boozer tonight. Now that's either a good or a bad sign. Um, yeah, because uh, he will have an idea of what the figures are going to be. Um, I'm expecting low. I'm expecting really low, and anything better than that would be amazing. Um, but whatever it is, it's a brand new radio station, you know, with with limited, you know, outside advertising. Well, yeah, exactly. So. Um, I'm expecting low, and we'll, you know, anything other than that will be a pleasantly, uh, pleasantly surprising. What estimate figure would you give? Seven. About, I was thinking about three thousand. Uh, now, do you, uh, thank you, Ed. Here's Ed. It's a cup of tea. Hey, say hello to Alan. Hi, Alan. Hi. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Well, don't be rude about him because he couldn't hear you, Alan. That was un- unpleasant. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, 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 it, it, it could be. It might be more. It might be less. We'll just have to wait and see. Well, we'll have to see when the results come in tonight. Well, later on tomorrow. Yeah. And we can talk about it tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure it'll be all right. Well, we've got a topic for tomorrow. Well, we, we have, you see, Alan. We have. Thank you very much indeed. Simon, Hannah and Dave, stay there. If you want to take part, 0844 499 1000. Good evening, Lady Kadonk. Hello. Oh, oh, hello. Hello, you all right? What's wrong? What are you, what are you eating there? Are you eating something? I wasn't something? eating anything. You drinking? Nope. Smoking? Nope. Pooing? Nope. Doing nothing? Nope. Okay. Half okay, fine. You all right? Uh, yeah, I'm all... Am I all right? Let me think about that. You seem a bit floaty tonight. Floaty or flaky? A bit of both. Yeah, (laughs) I do. Um, am I all right? I'm all all right. I genuinely mean that. No, I know you do. And I'm, 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 I'm trying to get... I'm just trying to get a little bit of balance and to see exactly where I am. Um, I've been better. I've yeah. been better, you know, but I, I'm I really I'm really enjoying doing the show at the moment. The show is the highlight of my day. So, yeah. um and I'm I mean that, it really is at the moment. It's the highlight of the day. So um yeah Even when speaking to us losers. No, no, I love speaking to you, Luke. We're all losers, man. None of this matters. Um so uh, I mean I'm enjoying the show. It's and the show's not you know, I'd I'd give so far I'd give it five out of ten and that's that's all right. That's you know. That's still that's not bad. It's still better than the other rubbish that's on at the moment. Yeah. So um, have, you got, have you got holiday coming up? I hope. I'm here next week. Kath comes back next week, and I'm here next week. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Then we're going up to Edinburgh, and we're doing the show from Sarah's house. And then I'm doing two shows in Edinburgh that are separate from this. And then I've got a week off. Good, I'm glad. And but then, but, but saying that, uh, I've got some work in that week. I'm going to be on channel. I'm hosting a show on Channel Five on Saturday the twentieth, I think it is. So I've got to go for a meeting of that on the day before and stuff. So, but I'll be excited hosting a live three-hour television show on Channel Five. That'll be fun. What's that then? What's it called? I think is it called the Saturday Show or something. On Channel 5, Saturday morning. It's like 10 o'clock, Saturday morning. Oh. Me, me and Gabby Roslin. It's like um, 
it's sort of like a, a, a daytime magazine show with a bit of cooking and some guests and a bit of chat, you know, that kind of stuff. Okay. I'm looking forward to it because I've not hosted a live TV show for years. Back on the telly, Ian. Back on the telly. I'm really looking forward to it, actually. I'm looking forward to it because Gabby Roslin is delightful. Um, and it's in the same studio where we used to film Rise. Yeah. So that will be will bring back some wonderful and some horrific memories mm. um, of behaviour long since gone. And it'll just be nice to be hosting um, uh, a live TV show. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. That's good. Yeah, it'll be good. I'm looking forward to it a lot, actually. Yeah. What you um, got for us, Anna? Well, two things. Um, Hanson, what's your favourite song of their stuff? You can't ask me a question like that. I mean, that that warrants. Um... Well, you know, I'm excited about them coming on your show when they do. I love, I love. They're good. They're, Hanson, they're going to come on the show. I love Hanson. I like um, get the girl back. Oh, oh, I don't know that one. You, go, you know, go, hang on, hang on a minute. Isn't there one called that? Handsome, get the girl back. That's a song. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know this. You know this one. This is a great song. Listen to this. This is Hanson, right? And it's flipping brilliant. Here we go. Hang on a minute. Let's just skip forward a bit. Is it a new one? No. It's quite... Hang on. It's about three years old, I think. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Hang on. Act in the front. Here we go. This handsome. Here we go. You wait till the chorus comes in. Do you know this one? Mm, not yet. There we go. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Now we get to the chorus. Here we go. Yeah, it's good. That's that's my favourite Hanson song, and um, um, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be classic Umbop. Come on, you can't go wrong with that. Oh yeah, I like that. My favourite is Where's the Love? That one. Yeah, you can't go wrong with that. Anyway, yeah. what, uh, um, what, so was there was there a point to this? I got a bit confused. Um, well, you know, no, there's a second question. Oh, yeah. E&E versus radio um, thing you were doing in November. I, I want to sit at the front. What? I want to sit at the front. This is the live show I'll be doing um, on November, Sunday, November the 13th um, uh, in Luton. The tickets go on sale on Friday, guys. Um, only about 90 seats. Um, you want to sit at the front? You want to touch my beard, you pervert? <laughs> I won't touch it. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. The line's breaking up, Hannah. Oh, no. no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, we need to get that sorted. Flippin' heck. 0844-499-1000. Simon! Hip, 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 Ian Lee. Hip, 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 Simon. What you got for us, boss? Um, two very quick things. Um, firstly, I apologise to the viewership for being the semi-naked man on your, uh, you now. Oh, was that you? Yes. <laughs> oh, my 
God, I uh, would never have thought that you looked like that. Thanks, I think. I, I listened in bed and you said you wanted a broadcaster, so... So what is you now? It, it, it's, I, I, I'm trying to get my head around it. I think it uses up too much bandwidth for it to work here, unfortunately. Yeah, it's not very good. Oh, OK, fine. Well, that's that, that's that idea out the window. The other thing was, yes. if we're going to have flat earthers on the show, can you actually get a physicist in to debunk that nonsense one evening? But they wouldn't, they wouldn't believe that. Uh, it takes a special kind of day to believe in flat earth stuff, yes. Well, Imran was a... And if Imran's listening, Imran, you're more than welcome to call in again. 0844 and we call you back. But it takes... But, 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 um, Sorry, know, stoner, not an idiot, a stoner. Uh, it takes a special kind of stoner. Well, um, the thing is, he sounded completely lucid and with it. Uh, they would... Any evidence that is put to them, they claim is false immediately. Mm. So a physicist is just going to be working for, was it the United Nations, I think, were, were behind oh, yeah. all this. So because of the map. Yeah, so a physicist is going to be working uh, for the United Nations, so what they say will be untrustworthy. Can we get somebody in? Just to tell them off. Well, I mean, I gave him the, the most basic evidence. Who was it? Was it um, Galileo, was it? I'm going to say Galileo. Well, he was um, a heretic for saying that the... Or was it Copernicus for saying that the earth went round the sun? Well, yeah, exactly. But that was the the, the evidence of of when you see a ship coming over the horizon. That is something we can all experience um, and and can't be faked. And yet Imran was was against... As I said yesterday, we were going to... um, Kath and I, quite early on, were going to get some flat earthers on, and we went onto the Flat Earth Society website, and I posted on there, and I had a couple of people um, get in touch, and um, I, I then got warned off by someone who said, "Look, I run that website. To be honest, my tongue is in my cheek. I don't believe the Earth is flat." And those people that have got in touch with you are a bit dodgy. Be careful. So we backed away from them. But Imran's call was was spontaneous and delightful. Yeah definitely should get more because it makes for fascinating radio and it was interesting listening to the back and forth last night so um yeah it, something in it it was it was good and i'm i am tempted it's a little bit of a cliche right but i am tempted to do a conspiracy special um, and and get some conspiracy theorists on. And talk. it's a little bit of a cliche, and I wonder by if by getting these people on as guests, if it kind of ruins the spontaneity a little bit. What was lovely about it last night was the fact that the the the, the flat earthers and the nine eleven guy they called in, um, you know, spontaneously, and it was it it it, it happened. Uh, you know, naturally, and I kind of enjoyed that. And I'm here for two years, so we've got plenty of time to explore. <laughs> but I did find it. I did. I did really enjoy it last night. Actually, talking to those people. So maybe this. Maybe this. Oh, it, it was a good show last night. Yeah, very some, good show. Some good bits and pieces. Anything else, Simon? Oh, was that me? Lovely. Have nice a good song. evening. Thank you very much, mate. Cheers. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Dave, you're next. Sam, you're next. Uh, It could be you after that, dear listener. Give us a call. You'll speak to Emma. She will call you back. This is Talk Radio. 0844 
499-1000. Dave's on the line from France. Evening, Dave. Evening, Ian. Um, I'm, I was just listening to your wonderful CD, and it reminds me when I used to um, live in the UK. And we used to have, um, down in the southwest, there was about seven o'clock at night, all the radio stations would join together oh, yeah. to produce one um, massive one group radio station. <laughs> and so we'd, all, we'd always have people from Gloucestershire and Devon and Cornwall and from, um, and from the Channel Islands. Yeah. And amazing how many all these people in the Channel Islands always wanted to talk about things like industrial um, urban decay and you're thinking you're living somewhere in in the channel island yeah uh, i've never oh, been sorry. to the channel and... no i've never been to the channel islands i i imagine and i and i um say this uh with respect it's quite dull there it's, it, it was always that they were always something like that the, the woman would um i can't remember the um presenter and she would always be and they would always start talking about what have you done today? And they've been doing their gardening. Yeah. And before you know it, they're all they're all talking about um, street crime and um, oh. and, and um, riots. And you're thinking, I don't think much of this really ever happened yeah, in um, I, I, Jersey. I don't think Jersey will go. I mean, obviously, a lot of murders in the one that Bergerac used to live on. Uh, but I don't think there's ever been a riot in Jersey or Guernsey. And well, you, you hear the same type of thing over here now as say, basically you get all these people in these tiny little French towns what up in the Alps, what, well, from where, I, where, where we live, we basically in the Alps, you get all these people in these tiny little French towns all wanting to talk about refugees and thinking, I don't think you get that many in um, La Belle Fonds. What is radio like over there? Is, do they have, is there a, a fine tradition of phone-in uh, radio? Um, but well, say the late late night late night radio tends to become a lot more um, liberalised. Yeah. Um, I tend to li- I, I tend to listen to the more public to the public radio stations rather like the ARDs and the France ones rather than some of the smaller stations. But um, say yeah, we get all the the strange thing is the way that um, over here you have to you have to watch your, uh, over in the UK you have to watch your language. Over in um, Germany and France, they'll just quite happily come in with a string of um, cuss words. You're allowed, you're allowed to swear, are you there? You're allowed to swear. And that's why it's great that we left Europe, because we do not want swearing filth on our British radio. Plus also the advantage, I think there was, there was some, um, a couple of months ago, there was some rock star who came out with a, a spew of expletives on stage, and listening to listening to people on the radio station basically repeating what he said verbatim. Oh gosh! And you think, and I guess because they're, they're saying it in English, they're saying what he said in English. They're all thinking, "Oh, we can say it fine. We can just quote it quite happily." I uh, the, the, I tell you what, I'd love to do as a punt. I'd love someone to take a punt and uh, take me and Kath to America. Right, well, we, I'll pay for the flights, but I'd love. To, for three months, do this show in New York. Three months, and I reckon it would either it would either sink or it would fly. But I, I think it would fly. I think if we got somewhere like New York, 
that's um, got a bit of sass and a bit of intelligence about it. I think we could um, annoy, upset and entertain in equal measure. And I, 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 really, I really would love to have a go at this in America. Not, you know, I'm sure loads of people would love to, not to make a load of money or anything, just to see if it would work, if this kind of show would work in America. Because a lot of American radio is very, very right-wing. Well, they used to have Howard Stern on um, on New York radio, and so if he can go, if he can say what he says, I'm sure you'd be fine. I don't, I don't like Howard Stern. I think he's awful. And now, all right, hang on a minute. He's got more listeners than I than I could ever dream of getting. He's earned more money than I could possibly. He's earned more money today than I'm going to earn in the next ten years. Right? And that's then that's fine. So he's obviously doing something right. The bits I've heard, right, it's all just him getting some lesbians to come into his studio and touch each other up and him being a little bit racist because he's pushing boundaries and he's not constrained by political correctness and just him being really unpleasant. And and that's easy to do. That's easy. I could get some lesbians in and get them to touch each other's breath. I don't, it just feels like that kind of sniggering schoolboy humour, you know, and I I don't, I've never really got the point of it. And the other problem you would have is the adverts. And when I've been over in the US sometimes, you, um, you're driving around and they'll go into adverts and then straight after that they've got some um, traffic, they've got a traffic news and then they go back into more adverts. Well, that, well, Dave, listen, thank you for that. It, it depends what time of day you're on. Obviously, if we were doing breakfast or drive, um, there's loads of adverts and travel and, and business that you have to do. If you're doing breakfast or drive, there's a lot of business that you've got to do, which is one of, one of the many reasons I'm not so keen on doing breakfast again. Never say never. But uh, which is why it's such a joy to come here and do a late night show. Because coming from a breakfast show where you've got to hit all these junctions and do all this stuff, it's um, it's exhausting, really. It's exhausting, and you don't get much time to kind of talk. This is great. This is great because we we haven't got anything. We've got adverts, a few trails, and news at the top of the hour. I haven't even got news on the half hour, so it's it's plenty of time to kind of sit and talk and expand on ideas. But uh, the Howard Stern. And I've I've had maybe I am missing something because I've had people. I like the film, the Howard Stern film. Didn't like the book. I enjoyed the film because it was exciting. Um, and he was a trailblazer. He, uh, you, you know, he kind of uh, broke the rules and um, was the first of his kind doing that kind of radio. And a lot of people I respect really rate him. But. The bits I've heard, I haven't found, um, I haven't found funny at all. It's just embarrassing. We've got two beautiful girls in the studio with me. What are your names? That's beautiful. You're going to start kissing each other now? Wow, they're actually doing it. They're actually kissing each other. Oh, my, and you're enjoying that, aren't you, you naughty thing? That's it. It's like, yeah, okay, funny once, maybe, but to keep on doing it, keep repeating it, to keep recycling it, maybe I'm missing something. And if you want to tell me <clears throat> I am, 
Howard Stern used to play a clip of my show on his show because someone, um, one of his people, when I was LBC, phoned up and has someone got, has someone, someone listening to this will have this. Can you email it to me? The clip of me on the Howard Stern show. Can someone find that for me, please? And uh, email it, ian at ianlee.com. Because he has a thing where someone phones up and goes, baba booey, baba booey. And someone phoned up when I was on LBC and did Baba Booey, Baba Booey. And I didn't know what it was. I didn't know know what it was. And I kind of said, oh, that that was was rubbish or something. And then there's a clip of Howard Stone going, listen to this English guy. Well, he sounds like he's got his head up his ass. He needs to get some personality. Something like that. Someone got that clip. Or did I dream that? Someone, uh, Someone can find that. And uh, Ian at ianlee.com, if you can find that. Yes, Sam! Hello, you OK? I'm all right. I haven't, I'll be honest, I haven't listened to the show in a, in a while. Cause I've got myself a um, another job, like a part-time job. Doing and what? It's an evening job. I'm just working in a corner shop. Beautiful! Um, I know, it's, really, I mean, it's, it's run by Turkish people, and it's really interesting, because obviously it's like different cultures and that sort of thing. Do Turkish people actually eat and enjoy Turkish delight? Yeah, they do actually. I can't stand that. If you've ever read, if you've ever read the uh, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, right? Turkish Mm. delight is made to sound like the most exotic, delicious thing ever, right? But you—it's flipping horrible. You're right. It smells. It tastes of perfume. Yeah, it's weird, and it's like pink, and it's like rose water they use, and it's just like I don't understand. Nah, I wanted to call up because I can't remember the name of the girl that you that we like in terms of music. like kind of not rappy, but um, yeah, you know I'm talking about the girl, the, the musician person thing. The what? I can't remember her name now. Who? Um, the, um a girl, Lily Savage. No, that's the one. Yeah, Lily Savage. I think it was. Um, I, I think anyway, and I want to recommend like another female artist to you, who's I guess probably in the same sort of boat as Lily Savage or whoever it was. Yeah. Um, I think I mentioned her before, but um, Eliza, Doolittle, Eliza Doolittle. Oh, really? She gets on my wick. Really? She does, doesn't she do that kind of fake, uh, the Mockney accent? Yeah, I mean, a bit like Lily Allen in a way, but kind of Lily Allen, more... that's it. Not Lily Allen, though. She's good. Lily Allen, but. Nice. Um, I like yeah, Lily I Allen. I think Lily Allen has got a very sweet singing voice, and I like her beautiful. style, and I like her chutzpah. Not so. I don't like her dad because I worked with him, and that was hard work. He's, uh, uh, he he was everywhere in the nineties as well, wasn't he? He, he was, was like really. He was everywhere. He was everywhere, including on a TV show I did called Flipside, where he was. Hmm. How can I put this without being sued? He was quite high, and uh-huh. it was a really odd experience working with him. Man, I found it hard work. Hmm. I mean, the, I mean, there's something about that I did to called. Um, uh, Miss Medicine, and it's really like properly good, and I think she's just like fantastic. I don't know, like do a um a, a Lindsay Lohan, but you know she's yeah she's really good. I thought I, I'd recommend it, um I'd recommend her to you because why not? I guess. Well, well, why not? You guess indeed. I have listened to her, and I'm I I, I didn't enjoy it, and Fair. that's the beauty. 
cook, 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 cookability, that's the beauty of, of gas. Because um, that's why music is so wonderful, because we all like different things. And sometimes those things cross over. And sometimes those things repel each other like the uh, like the same side of a magnet. And I have tried Eliza Doolittle and she ain't for me. She reminds me of the Robbie Williams song, Candy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a stinker. No, mean, uh, that's a stinker, isn't it? Well, Robbie Williams in general is a stinker, to be honest. Well, I, well Angels is a, is a brilliant song. I don't particularly like it, but it's a brilliant, it's a brilliant song. It's an anthem. Isn't that- isn't that one um, uh, with the music video where he's on like a horse and that this is go and I don't know about the no, music video. I don't know. I don't know about the music video. Um, so I got me vonks. We're coming up to the top of the hour. Nice to talk to you, Sam. Thank you. Uh, I don't like particularly like Robbie. I, I like Robbie. I think I'd like Robbie Williams if we were locked in a room together for a week, um, as long as there was no booze or drugs. But um, Angels, it's a brilliant song. I don't particularly like it, but it's it's. It's a brilliant song. It's you know, it's pretty hard to deny it's it's an anthem for a generation. There we go. Two hours down. One more to go. Do you wanna play? Do you wanna play? I want to play a game. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Okay, oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. I'm going. You're going to listen to um, some of the music now for eight seconds because I'm desperate for a wee and I've got a dash. Bye bye. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Little fella, you're so tired. You can hardly lift your head, but you want to hear a story. Before you go to bed So if you'll be quiet And listen patiently I'll sing you a song That my mother sang to me Little cowboy Put your saddle in the barn Tie your horse up tight so we'll know no harm Put your hat and your guns Beside you on the chair Don't forget you got to say Little friend, little cowboy You better hit the Sandman Trail Or you'll be late for round the time you know If you want to be a cowboy You better rest a while Cowboy baby of the old corral Little cowboy baby of the old corral Yes, there we go. Evening, this is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Oh, shush. That was Harry Nelson, um, my latest obsession, which I'm sure he'll be replaced by Tiny Tim because I'm reading a book about Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim's hard work. Boy, oh boy, he's hard work. Um... Borderline genius, but hard work. Uh, this is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. It's uh, gone midnight. It's Wednesday night, Thursday morning. Although it doesn't really count as Thursday morning until you've had a sleep. I think you've got to have a sleep before you can start saying good morning. Good morning. Got to have a little bit of a sleep. We've not had a sleep yet, have we? Um, what are we talking about? Well, um, this is the thing. My memory 
is, um, I mean, it's never been great, okay? And it has been damaged by years of abuse. But I can't remember what we've talked about in the last couple of hours. I genuinely can't. We had a little bit about um, the flat earthers again and about how we might... We might. Would you like a conspiracy special, dear listener? Or is that a little bit too um, cliched to do that? I don't know if it would take us anywhere if we did something like that. I'm kind of thinking maybe. But then who would we get on, really? Who would we get on to talk about it? Lots of you are saying yes on Periscope. Uh, if you want to watch the show, periscope.tv slash Ian Lee. Uh, who would we get on? I mean, I, I, I don't want to get David Icon because we've had David Icon and what thoroughly enjoyable um, interview uh, that was. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. And I like the fun conspiracy theories. I like the fun ones about um, 9-11, although... It's quite easy to get bogged down in 9-11. But I do like the flat earthers. I don't know. I don't know. 0844 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. We're talking about whatever you want. Tom's called in. Evening, Tom. Hi, Ian. How you doing? I'm all right, Tom. What you got for us? Well, I present, I should say, I present the uh, overnight show on the weekends on TalkSport and Talk Radio. Hang on a minute. Whoa, dude, I don't want you to lose your job. You've meant to phone (laughs) into Jason Cundy, haven't you? Well, I've been driving back from Bournemouth, you see, and the reception in the New Forest is terrible. So I had to put uh, you on on my on the internet. Beautiful, so, beautiful. Uh, That's it. Been, well done. You've you've, you've 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 dodged a bullet there, mate. Excellent stuff. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> and of course, I should say that we're simulcast at the weekend on both Talk Radio and Talk Sport. So yeah, this guy's know. a walking. You you're you must be um, uh, earning the big bucks from the bosses because you're spouting the company line. Well done. Yeah, right. I, I wish I wish I were. <laughs> so do I. I wish we all were. Well, maybe we will <laughs> after these rage our figures. Who knows, Tom? It's good to talk to you, mate. What you got for us? Well, you were talking about how Lily Allen was, uh, how much you liked Lily Allen um, and what a nice woman she seems. And I, I, I used to be a showbiz journalist and I was working at the, the 3am column in the Daily Mirror many moons ago. Oh, yeah. uh, and I was covering Glastonbury and... Um, I always hated the showbiz party journalism thing. I was rubbish at it, and I, I just—I was just miserable at it. And I was sent over to go and talk to her, and by my boss Eva Simpson, and she said, "I'll oh, go and say we're good pals. She knows me now." Um, so I went over to her, and she was stood bizarrely dressed as a lizard. Uh, she was wearing a full lizard outfit, and uh, wow. I went and spoke to her, and she was stood around with loads of other band type people. Yeah. And I shed her back to me and I said, oh, oh, hello, Lily. And I was quite sort of polite and friendly. And I said, oh, hello, Lily. She didn't even turn around and look at me. She didn't know I was a journalist. She just went, what do you want? No. And I was like, oh, no, I just thought I'd come over and say that um, Eva told me to come and say hi. And she went, oh, in that case. And she turned around and went, F off. Beautiful! How oh, beautiful! Uh, so so I, I, I sort of slunk off. Really. Did you? Did I mean, you I did, f off? Exactly what she told me. <laughs> you effed off. And how did that? How did that make you feel, Tom? 
I mean, it wasn't the best uh, showbiz um, sort of interaction I'd ever had, frankly. Uh, it made me hate the hot, hate that patch, that sort of beat even more. And I, I, I quit. I would not quit. I was moved off 3am several months later. I was never particularly good at it. And, uh, yeah, so uh, showbiz journalism, party journalism was never really well, one for me. You've, but the, here's, the, here's the thing, right? You've now got an excellent story about the time <laughs> Lily Allen told you to F off. And it is a brilliant, brilliant story. By the way, if, if, if a pop star has ever sworn at you, dear listener, 0844 499 I'm always up for those. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm almost certain, Ian, that, that that's not the first time or last time that a pop star has sworn at me, but I can't remember any off the top of my head. <laughs> I'm almost certain that that has happened many, many times uh, during my time as a... Oh, in fact, no, I do. I remember Jay Goody's mum called me a, a C-word once. Oh, well, so, Jay, yeah. uh, I, I know this is, this is sacrilege to say soul. this, right? <laughs> I, never, I never got on with Jay Goody. I found her a right pain in the backside. Yeah, well, her mum was even more delightful. Um, it was, uh, I was basically doing, I, I was very new as well when I was at The People and I was a trainee and I was doing an interview with her. We paid for an interview with her about all of her surgery. Yeah. So I was taking, I took her out for a, for a lunch to, uh, to sort of do the interview and she said, I want to go to ZZ's. We went to ZZ's, that was fine. She said, oh, I know the whole menu here is something to be proud of. And I said, yeah, no, fine. Yeah, that's okay. So we, we did this interview. And she basically told me this story about how Jade Goody was actually deaf in one ear. And I don't know if it's true or not, actually. But right. I said, well, my mum's deaf, actually. And she said, oh, you know, I do sign language. She said, oh, did you, not a lot of people know this, but Jade is actually deaf in one ear. She almost died when she was very young from this illness she had in her ear. Wow. And I'm thinking, this is a belter. This is much better than you having surgery. Yeah. So I'm sort of... So I'm sort of thinking, oh, my, you can see my mind whirring as a trainee journalist, very yeah. new. And, um, and, and, and she said, you're not going to do that story, though, are you? And I went, no. And then she went, you, you are, aren't you? And I was like, no. And then she was like, you are, aren't you? I said, I, I, I'll have to check with my boss. And she basically grabbed my pad, ripped it out, and stormed out of the restaurant, calling me a, a C word. Uh, very embarrassing. All the restaurant diners wow. looking at me. And I turned around to one of the couples who were staring at me, and I went... Wow, thank God that wasn't a date. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, for many reasons. Um, it was, well, it did, and did you run that story? No, I didn't actually. Uh, never never got out of that one. I mean, I still don't know if it's true. I mean, obviously, she's not a particularly reliable person, Jane Goody's mum. So, I, you know, I, I don't know if it was just her sort of embellishing or whatever. I, I, I never knew. But we did eventually get the story about the surgery out. But I, I mean, I don't know that anybody frankly cared about that, but there you go. Couldn't you write the story about her storming out of the restaurant calling you a C word? Probably, but I don't think anyone cares about no. Jane Goody's mum no. beyond the fact that she'd spent fifty grand, or someone had paid for fifty thousand pounds worth of surgery for her. That was the story, you know. Yeah. I mean, it barely cared about that, frankly. But there you go. I mean, it was the people, you know. It was a story in the people. Tom, it's good to talk to you, mate. Thank you very much for that. Uh, I, I appreciate that. I'm always happy to uh, um, uh, hear that talk sport l- staff are listening to talk radio. Thank you very much, indeed. And also, your, your uh, stories of uh, um, pop stars swearing at you. I'm kind of on Lily Allen's side. If I'm on it, if I'm completely honest, I'm kind of on Lily Allen's side. 0844 499 1000. Bill's on the line. Good evening, Bill. Hello, Ian. Hello, Bill. Hello, good to speak to you. Thank you, must be. <laughs> what you got for us, boss? Last week you mentioned Robbie Vincent, and I think you posed the question, you know, what happened to him? We know that he's still alive, but beyond that, I don't really know. 
Uh, okay, well, a, a few months ago, um, I was in my local supermarket. I'm a, a massive fan of Robbie's. Yes. Uh, obviously, he, was, he started phone radio in this country in the 70s. Yes. And as you s- mentioned last week, he did a few TV appearances, such as Go For It, which was a great show. Yes. And he did Hospital Watch as well, another show he did about the same time. So I, I, I'm quite familiar with his face. And uh, I saw some in the supermarket that resembled him, and I thought, well, it's unlikely to be him. But I thought, I can't let this chance go in case it is. So I just happened to walk up to him and said, excuse me, are you Robbie? And he said, yes. And there, there it was, his dulcet tones, and uh, I had a little chat with him. Didn't you phone up and tell me this story last week? No, I sent you a uh, Twitter. I think you said you was off Twitter at the weekend. I, just... I thought someone phoned up and said that they'd met Robbie Vincent in a, in a supermarket. No, I, I, I think I tweeted that. Maybe that's true as well. Maybe someone else has. But Maybe somebody me. else. I mean, it is possible that more than one person has come across Robbie Vincent in a supermarket. Yes, exactly. It yeah. is possible. Um, well, and he was, a, he was a nice fellow, was he? Oh, exactly the same as he was on the radio. Uh, I'll, follow, I'll follow him on. He's on Twitter and he does a little blog. He does a lot of travelling now, Ian. I don't think he does the radio anymore. He seems to be enjoying life, which is good to hear. Right, I'm going to see if I can get him on the show one night. How about that? That'd be really fantastic. How's about them apples? Exactly. Because you mentioned Howard Stone, and I tend to agree with you. I think he's overrated and he's probably become a little bit of a caricature of himself. Oh, I think Howard Stern is... is uh, I just... Uh, I don't get the act at exactly, all. Yes. I find it quite dull, really. Yeah. Do you think he tries a little bit too hard? As yes, well? I do. I do. I think I, I, I think he's constantly trying to top <laughs> yes. himself. Uh, not top yeah, himself. But, the, you know. the other great original for phone in radio has to be Danny Baker as well, which I think is one of your influences. Isn't yeah. It, yeah? Oh, I nicked, I nicked loads of it from <laughs> uh, Danny Baker. Yeah. But as you as you say, I think Danny says as well. It's very very hard to do your type of radio where there's no set agenda, you really pull the show out of the air each night, literally, and it's easier just to sort of read the news or, or do sort of current affairs, which can be a little bit samey uh, on some of the uh, phone and radio stations. Yeah, I know, and it would be so easy. To, it, it would be easier for me. It would be an easier gig mm. for me to come in and go, right, well, tonight we're going to talk about Muslims, and yeah. then we're going to talk about the EU, and then we're going to talk about this whole um, uh, uh, UKIP leadership thing. And I, I, I would get way more calls than I get now, guaranteed. We'd get way more calls. Um, but it would be boring, and what would be the point of that? Because everyone else is doing that. And the callers, although they, you say you get more calls, but they tend to be very trite and the same thing each night. Whereas yeah. your show, you turn tune in and you, it, it, every night can be completely different. Yeah, well, it is different. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't work. And that's all fine. Mm. That's all fine. Bill, nice to talk to you, mate. Thank, Thank you for you, that. Ian. Cheers. Good night. Bye-bye. 0844 499 1000. 0844-499-1000. Mike's on the line. Evening, Mike. Evening, Ian. How Hello, are you? I'm all right, Mike. What you got for us? Well, two things, actually. Uh, one, yes. the viewing figures, sorry, the listening figures have been published. Yes. So you can you can find them out if you go on the internet. I won't I, say what they are. No, I've just I've I've just looked. I was mildly distracted during those last two calls because I was doing mental arithmetic and uh, comparisons as I was looking at the um, uh, listening figures. There's not there's not a breakdown for the shows yet. 
So mm. we don't know what that is, and I don't know. I can never remember how long that takes. Will we get them today? Maybe tomorrow? I'm not quite sure. Um, but yeah, the figures are out. Is that good or bad? I don't know because I've never been at a new radio station. Um, it's better than I expected. Um, but I'm sure it's worse than some people expected. So, uh, you know, what 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 I can I t- what can tell? I don't I don't really I don't really. Know. It's more than I got at the last place I worked. So I can I can tell you that by quite some way. Well, that's a positive. That's I a positive. Thought. I thought they'd have an expectation when you went for the... I don't know, how, obviously, how your job interviews work, but I thought they'd say we'd expect this by this period. I thought they'd have forecasts and stuff that they'd share with you. Uh, they did, They never shared it with me. I'm sure if I were to ask, they would share it with me. But I, that, that kind of... The thing is, you can get too bogged down in, in forecasts and all of that stuff. And if I get bogged down in that... If you notice, the last 20 minutes, I was really distracted because I was looking yeah. at numbers and stuff. And I, I kind of wish I hadn't been looking at numbers and stuff because... Um, well, well, there's nothing I can do about it, really. Yeah, true. But, um, no, but uh, I, now, I, I, here's the thing. It's better than I thought, right, by quite a bit, but I'm still going to go home and, and feel disappointed and hate myself and question everything that I do. Well, that's standard, isn't it, for anyone with any form of uh, mental health issue? I, uh... Well, I don't know if it's necessarily mental health. I, 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 maybe it's just what, what people... Do I don't know, but I yeah, I'm no, gonna I... go home, I'm gonna hate myself, and I'm gonna think, oh, Jesus, the figures are terrible, and it's all my fault. And you know, all of that I know the boss is happy. Uh, no, I'm, I'm fairly certain that's that's an aspect of perhaps having a if, if you're doing that, I would argue that's a symptom of having a, a mental health issue, which I know yeah. you're, you're quite outspoken yeah, about. Yeah, having. yeah, yeah. I think most of your listeners have them as well, by the sound of it. I think, I, I think, like attracts like. True. That's nice. Nice, nice to be so rush. But anyway, the more the main reason I rang. Is, who's that in the background? Reason. My little girl. She's three. She can't sleep. We're watching Minions. Oh, bless her. And bless you watching yeah. Minions at um, half past twelve at night. Well done. Dad. Oh, I've got to get up at seven o'clock in the morning. Uh, I'll be pooped. Could be worse. Yeah. Um, so celebrity pop stars. I was really. I, I really hate hate this story because I was really rude to, well, yeah, kind of rude to a pop star about 10, 12 years ago. Oh, beautiful. I was outside Crown Hotel in Leeds, which is just next to the train station, and it was, I haven't been for a long time. Yeah. And I saw a man, I was thinking, is that Fat Man Scoop? Is that, sir? about three minutes I sat there debating. Is that who? Who did you say? Fat Man Scoop? Yep. Who's Fat Man Scoop? If you've got a $50 dip bill, put your hands up. You must remember, I'm not going to start singing it on national radio. I've literally got no idea what you've said. If you've got a $50 bill, put your hand up. If you Google, he was on, he was on um, C Celebrity Big Brother a couple of years ago. Okay. He did big, um, big fat... I'm like, guessing he's a fat man, rapper. is he? Oh, he's got a wonder. Yeah, he's got a big beard. He also has a wonderful sex advice show on uh, YouTube with, oh. his, uh, with his wife. Oh, I say! You'll recognise him if you do. You probably, if, if you won the last season of Celebrity Brothers Big Mouth, whatever it's called, you've probably met him. I don't know. If, I don't think I did. I don't think we had Fat Man Scoop when I was on. You'd, you'd recognise him if you Googled him. Oh, right. So, so anyway, hang on a minute. I'm going to Google. I'm going to Google. Google him. Hang on a second. It's uh, Fat Man Scoop. Let's have a little. Uh... Looking to oh, what a time for the internet! There we go, Fat Man Scoop images. Oh, come on, internet! Um, I've never, I've got no idea who that is at all. It's just a fat man. 
you've, you've, that's, you, this, you're in some kind of cultural abyss if you've never heard. This is a big Batman fat scoop. black man with a beard. He's, he, he sang quite. You, well, I'm not going to sing it as I said, but he, he, he sang quite a famous song. I guarantee most of the listeners will know who he is. Okie dokie. So I met him. Uh oh. You got? Have you got to go? No, no, she's all right. Ooh, she's having a bit of a winch. Sounds it. She's yeah. cool. Don't worry, I'm not bad. I sound like I'm kind of not a caring parent ringing up. You do fine. sound like a bad parent. Yes, definitely. Well, as several times in the past few days, I keep, every time I come on radio or I speak on the radio, I always sound like a bad parent. It's awful, yeah, really. Yeah. Anyway, um, so I said, "Is that Fat Man Scoop?" So eventually, he said, "Excuse me." I was very polite. I said, Are "You Fat Man Scoop?" And he was really nice. He was like speaks in a big kind of gusto voice. Yeah, 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 you fat man, fat man scoop gave me a hug. Yeah, it's very scoop. strong. Yeah. And he's like, you want Scoop's autograph? I was like, no. Wow. Didn't even say no, thank you. I was really blue. He went, no. I was in my early 20s and being cocksure and arrogant. And I always felt guilty about it. I thought it was a really nice, kind offer. And even though I didn't want it, I should have said, oh, yeah, thank you. That'd be wonderful. Um, so, what, what did he say when you crushed his dreams like that? He, he just said, okay. And then he got into a taxi. Oh, poor fat man scoop. Uh, it's not that good a story, to be fair. Well, if I, knew, if I knew who this man was, that might help things slightly. You will recognise no, the song. No, Engine, engine, number nine, on the New York transit line. Hang on a minute. Fat man scoop. What's the song called? Put, oh, your hands up. put your hands up. Yes. Put your hands up. Let's put your hands up clean version. Let's have a little listen to uh, fat man scoop. Put your hands up. Okay, here we go. Let's have a little listen. Is it? Uh, okay, here we go. Here it comes. Oh, awful. Is this it? That is it. I tell you, when I was 2021, in the club, oh, that was a great song. I'm wondering who my hands are. Yeah, listen to this. I haven't got any dollar. I haven't got any dollar bills, Fat Man Scoop. I'm gonna have to keep my hands down. <laughs> You're lost. No, that's awful. I've never. Yeah, no, heard of that. I didn't say he was a great musician. No, that was that was a bit of a floor filler back in the early nineties, late nineties. He, he, he's a bit of a floor filler, judging by the state of him. He lost a lot of weight. Now that's just excess skin. Okay, well, good, good, for, good for him. Well, it's um, well, you well, you crushed Fat Man Scoops. Dreams. I think, I think crushed is an extreme. Yeah, well, it's an extreme, extreme thing. View. It's an extreme thing to have done, Mike. Sorry. Yep, you Sorry. did it. You did it. I feel bad. I need to dash. I need to dash. I want to do parenting things. Go and see. Go and watch Minions. Bye bye. 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 Never heard of Fat Man Scoop. People on the Periscope saying, "How do you not know this song?" I've never heard of it. Sounds absolutely awful. Absolutely terrible record for crying out loud. Right. This is Talk Radio. I'm Ian Lee. 0844-499-1000 is the uh, telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you're more than welcome to. If you don't want to give us a call, um, well, then up yours, Dolores. We um, will play the Imani Coppler interview out um, maybe tomorrow. Or maybe Friday. We'll play it out on Friday. It's good. We had to um, had to clean it up a lot. There was Kath did a lot of editing because it, I'm glad we pre-recorded it. Flipping it, 
it was the sweariest interview um, that I've been involved in for ages and ages. She's brilliant, Imani Coppola. She had a hit about 20 years ago with Legend of a Cowgirl. And then she kind of um, not went off the rails, but she stopped playing the pop game and kind of followed her own um, a dream. And I think she's an absolute genius. I think she's absolutely flipping brilliant. Um, so we'll play that out later in uh, the week. And um, uh, you'll hear the clean version, the censored version. You won't know. We didn't bleep it in the end. The, the um, F-bombs, there are about 46 F-bombs. They were so well-positioned and well-placed that Kath was able to remove them without losing the flow of the conversation at all. Now, here's a story, and Penny, I'll come to you in a minute, and I could be coming to you, dear listener, 0844-499-1000, but here's a story in the paper. One in four women make love in the dark because they dislike their bodies. Now, that's not kind of what surprises me what surprises me is three in four women make love in the dark because they don't dislike their body make make uh, love in the with the light on because they don't dislike their bodies who the hell has sex with the light on unless you're making a porno movie why would anyone want to have sex with the light on who wants to see that stuff happening one in four of all women feel so embarrassed about their bodies they insist on having the sec- uh, having sex with the lights off research has revealed well that means that 3 and 4 keep the light on and i cannot believe that for a second three quarters of women surveyed said they disliked their bodies with 4 in 10 saying they'd never felt comfortable naked does anybody well, does anybody feel comfortable naked? I mean, really, apart from Gok Wan, I was always suspicious about Gok Wan's claims to be a homosexual. Just take your clothes off, my love. I'm making him sound Jewish, and he wasn't, was he? Take your clothes off. Let me let me jiggle your boobs. I'm gay. I'm gay. I bet Gok Wan, I bet he's straight. I bet he's just like a big ruse to, so that you can get all women to strip off naked. I bet that's what he does, pervert. The study carried out by Weight Watchers found two in three women feel ashamed. Nearly four in ten think their other half would not find them attractive. Um, uh, It seems all these uh, inadequacies have a dire effect in the bedroom, as over a quarter of the women say they have sex only in the dark or even avoid it entirely because of low body confidence. Here's the thing, ladies. Men like a bit of shape. Men like a bit of shape. So um, don't you worry about that. But I can't imagine anybody would willingly have sex with the lights on. Even a candle is kind of pushing it a little bit. Just have it dark, get it over and done with. Good night. Can I go and sleep in the spare room? Can we do that? Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Fifteen percent of men feel similarly pressured by celebrities portrayed in the media. 
Uh, two in three women and one in three men avoid looking at themselves in the mirror when they are dressing. Oh, God, yeah. And here we go, look. A fifth of both sexes never look at themselves naked. Why would you look at yourself naked? Jeez. This is outrageous. This is weird. When it comes to being nude around others, three out of five said they would not feel comfortable naked in front of strangers. Why would you be naked in front of strangers? Young women were more confident than older women at being nude in front of friends. Why are, you, why are people getting nude in front of friends? I don't want my friends to see me nude. This, this, this Weight Watchers is some sick, deviant, pervert's paradise. Uh, middle-aged women aged 45 to 54 were... Mu- oh, middle-aged is, is 45 to 54, is it now? Right, OK, I've, oh, I'm not middle-aged then. I've got another two years. 18 months. Um, despite their fears over their bodies, one in six women and a third of men said they would be happy to take part in a tasteful naked photo shoot. Flipping heck. What a... Uh, oh, it makes me want to puke. Actually makes me want to puke. 0844 499 Penny, Rashid, I'll come to you after this. Let's go to Penny. Yes, Penny. Good evening, sir. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, 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 Penny. Hip, hip, hip. You seem a bit happier than last night. I take it you are, possibly. I was a bit, and now I'm now I'm my head is spinning at the thought of listening figures and all the ramifications that that brings. And um, don't don't try and think of them at this time of night. That's can people can people idea. stop sending me links to the to articles about listening figures, please? Because I keep clicking on them, and it just sends me it's sending me into a, a, a into the K hole. No, not the K hole. That's when you do ketamine, and I haven't done ketamine. Uh, it's sending me sinking deeper and deeper into a low self-esteem and self-hatred don't just don't read them it doesn't matter i know but if someone sends me a link i'm gonna click on it and people no don't click on the link right stop it stopped stopped turn off twitter for now yeah don't do it you're right don't do it twitter's gone you're right about gokwan though i've always been suspicious of him he's a closet heterosexual i reckon so yeah definitely jammy it's it's just even since the early days it's always just seemed a bit dodgy hasn't it good lad good lad he's found (laughs) he's found a ruse and he's sticking to it i mean fair play it's the opposite of liberace liberace famously sued the british daily mail in 1952 um because they said he was a homosexual and he Mm. sued them and he won substantial damages it meant for the rest of his life he had to pretend to be a heterosexual because mm-hmm. the Daily Mail could have totally destroyed him by suing him back. Um, and Gokwan, I believe, is the negative of um, Liberace in that he is a closet heterosexual. You might be right, but he's been doing it for quite a while now, hasn't he? Well, exactly. He's like Liberace. He's got to live the life. <laughs> Liberace had to live the life of a straight man. Then uh, Gokwan's got to live the life of a gay man. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't watch Gokwan anymore, but no. I remember he was on TV a long time ago. He, he was, was on TV a lot. Stuff like that, wasn't he? So, yeah. hmm, very suspect. Yep. Very suspect indeed. 
Um, no, I've um, I've been out dancing tonight, and oh. that's cheered my mood up. No, mood up no end. What, what? 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 For any reason? Um, yeah, I can tell you half the story. Okay. Where um, my wonderful WI group, which I know I've spoken to about before when yes. we talked about nipple tassels and yes, exciting well, things like that, God. we're planning a slash mob. So we've been out practicing tonight. Oh, and you, no, it's no, totally no, bonkers. no, 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 you can't do flash mobs anymore. Oh, I've seen the news today. Yeah, there was, it was it in Spain. There it was, was a, in there Spain was... and they thought it was a terrorist attack, yeah, they didn't thought they? it was a terrorist we attack. We probably shouldn't laugh about possible terrorist attacks, but... No, you should. No, you should laugh about possible terrorist attacks. I'll tell you why. There was a thing in the paper yesterday about an Asian family. I think they're Pakistani from Gogglebox, a program I've never seen. Oh, the Siddiquis, yeah. Right, and they posted a picture of them in, uh, like, camouflage gear, apparently. They went paintballing or something, didn't they? And they did... I don't know, was it on the show or was it just on Twitter? They said... No, I I think they put it on Twitter or Instagram or something, and it was the three of them. It's the dad and two brothers. And it's them in their camouflage gear, and they said, oh, we've just come back from an ISIS training camp. Yeah. That's funny. I thought it was funny. That's a funny joke. And here's (laughs) the thing, guys. We have to laugh at um, the idiots, not the the family from um, um, uh, Gogglebox. But we have to to laugh at terrorism. We have to do it, as long as it's not disrespectful to the people that have been killed or maimed. But we have to laugh at it. That's a funny joke, what they done. The police went round and had a word with them for it. Did they? I hadn't realised it had gone that far. The police... online having a go at them. The police investigated it, it and said there's nothing more no. for us to investigate, but we will be um, giving them some advice. But what were they actually investigating? I don't quite understand oh. what crime that could possibly be, because it was funny. It was a bit of a joke. It yeah. wasn't... I didn't think it was disrespectful to anyone. No, it's funny. In and we have to laugh at terrorism. Hitler and stuff now. Is it just because, I don't know. I thought it was funny anyway. We have <laughs> to laugh at terrorism to take away some of their power. But hopefully we're not going to get confused a bunch of WI members for some terrorists. You never know. Anything's possible, I suppose, these days, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anything is possible these days. Hmm. Um, I, I was all right. I, I've sunk, Penny. I've sunk in the last thirty-seven minutes. I've sunk. Don't, it's funny, don't look at the numbers. Well, no, it doesn't, it doesn't matter now because it's 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 happened, and the numbers are right. They're certainly a lot better than I was expecting. But, um, uh, but I've, I've, I've and it's funny, isn't it? How um, and there's other stuff going on as well. It, how it can just go like that. It just it can just switch, and you, oh, you you're, on, you're out on the other. And it's not even it's not even you know. A sinking down. You, you'll be up, and then suddenly it you'll be on the bottom, isn't it? Yeah, you'll just yeah, be there. It's had complete. It's like a roller coaster. And one minute you'll be riding high, and everything will seem fine, and you, you feel invincible, and you can cope with everything. And then just suddenly, it's like a switch is flicked, yeah. and you just want to cry and curl up in a ball, and it's horrible. I hate it. And I've got a day tomorrow where I've got nothing tomorrow. Mm. And I'm going to struggle with nothing tomorrow. I'm going to struggle with it because I'm going to just. I'm going to. I'll, I'll take too many sleeping pills. So, I, well, not sleeping pills. Pills that make me sleep. I will take an extra one just to knock me out for the day. This is this is mm. how my day goes, right? So, I just take one of these metazapine that will knock me out, and I take it on my way home. And by the time I get home, get into bed, ten minute little read, and I'm out. But what I'll do because I've got a full day tomorrow of nothing or an empty day, I'll take two because it means I'll sleep a bit longer. I'll, I'll lose another mm. three hours of the day. Now that's nuts, isn't it? That's a nuts it thing is, to but do. I've- I've been there, not on the medication to be able to do that, but I hate having empty days, which is why I'm always doing a ridiculous amount of stuff and why I'm sat here now at 20 to 1 in the morning still working because I've got stuff I need to do. Um, 
But I, I've got an empty day tomorrow, apart from trying to pack to go on holiday. And I hate empty days. They just they just look so long, and mm. I don't like them. I think they're quite similar in that way. It's I don't like it. Penny, mm. nice to talk to you. Thank you, mate. I appreciate that. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Rashid and Sagal, you shall be after this. Rashid. Yeah, yeah, I'm on the air. I'm on the air. Yeah, that's that's what happens when you phone in a radio show. Oh, I'm feeling a bit down as well. Today. What's wrong, man? My wife has gone abroad. She's gone abroad because there's been some problems with her family. Uh-oh. And she's gone abroad. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, man. And, uh, you know, i just like to say, I can't leave Uh-oh. if living is without you. He's doing it. I can't give. I can't give anymore. That's such a sad tune, isn't it? It is a sad tune, um, but the sad ones are the best ones, aren't they? Sometimes it's nice to feel melancholy, isn't it? Yeah, and sometimes I it's... Like to, when I feel a bit that, I like to like listen to a sad tune. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I enjoy well, melancholy no, it's good. Sometimes. It's good. Sometimes it's, it's a healthy thing. Flipping it! Where are you? Um, I'm just uh, driving the... The truck doing the deliveries, you know. Aye. But I phoned you every day, and because my wife's abroad, and I think I'm gonna have a romance with you. What? With, hang on, whoa, hey, whoa, what the heck with me? <laughs> I'm up for that, bro- man. Can have a romance with you. I'm up for that, buddy. I'm up- How long is she away for? Do you know? Well, no, it's it's an open ticket because there's been mm. there's been a couple of deaths in the. Oh place. man. She's gone over there to help her brother. Life, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And grieving is a grieving is a big one as well. I mean, I've I haven't had any real close like pass away, and I don't know what it's like to grieve like that. So, God help them, you know. God help them. Rashid, thanks for your call, man. Nice one. Tutty bye. Tutty bye. Uh, let's go to Sagal. Evening, Sagal. Hey. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm all right, thank you. We haven't spoken before, have we? No, we haven't. So, Uh I've just got myself an iPhone for the first time ever. Wowzers. (laughs) I know. Where where have you been? That's so 2014, girlfriend. I'm 22 as well. Wow. The thing is, it's just me and technology have always had this weird relationship. And then my last student loan, because I just graduated. Yeah dropped and I was like, boom, I'm getting myself an iPhone. (laughs) So I discovered Periscope. Yeah. And Periscope is just so addictive. You just watch people live their lives. (laughs) And then I came across you and I was like, oh, this guy looks familiar. And I was like, oh, is that guy Ian? (laughs) So um, I I was like listening in and I couldn't necessarily believe that you've never heard of Fat Mind Scoot. I've never heard of Fat Mind Scoot. Why is everyone so surprised by that? it was like absolutely like massive when when was it hit back in the day back in way the day. back oh. when mate back in and the day, um yeah. he was on big brother right and yeah that was like he's like a one-hit wonder type of guy um see <laughs> I, but see I, I remember afro man do you remember afro man yeah is that the guy that was like because i got high because i got high because again, hey? Yeah, because again, hey? And he also smacked person. a woman. He smacked a woman live on stage. YouTube that if you want to see yeah, something unpleasant. Yeah, I watched that. Mad jokes. Mad what? It was, uh, that was absolutely are hilarious. You, are, are you a real person? 
Yeah. Wowzers. What were you studying? I was studying music business. It's like this um, new degree um, from Sussex. Yeah, and what? And what does what? 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 So you're going to be a, a manager or some music manager? No, that's the thing because I. I started my course thinking, yes, I'm going to be the next P. Diddy. I'm going to put Simon um, Simon Cowell to shame. Yes. And then, like, during the middle of my degree, I was like, oh, I don't want to do businessy stuff anymore. It's no. not really for me. But this, is, this is during a course called Music Business, yes. Yeah. I, but then I, I, in the middle of the course, I was like, I've already committed, so I might as well finish the degree. Yeah. But now I want to do radio. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, in Brighton. Do, do what on radio? I'm presenting hey. and like hey. I'm coming for you. I really Sorry? am. I'm coming for your chair. What? Well, you well this well you can't have it. But what? But you wouldn't want to do this rubbish. This is this is boring old farty radio. What? What? What would you want to do? I want to do. Well, I already work for a station called Platform B. Cats and um, B. Platform B. It's basically like a youth-led Platform. radio station. Okay. Where young people um, have the power to decide what music they want to play. Wow. And it's all Fat Man Scoop. Yeah, well, not Fat Man Scoop. No. No, that's, that's not really my forte. No, what's your, what is your forte? I like alternative R&B and hip-hop. Oh, Jesus. I'm a huge Drake fan. You know Drake, right? Jake Bug. Drake. Drake. Yeah, Drake. B- Bill Drake from the Cardiacs. No, no, no. He's like a rapper. Nick, Nick Drake. I know Nick Drake. Darling, Hello. No. <laughs> Do you know Nick Drake? No. You should know Nick Drake if you're going to be in music radio. What, what was... Okay, you didn't know Fat Man Scoop, so let's not... Let's not Whoa, go. hang on a minute. You, right, hang on a second. Let, let me play you some Drake. I'll play you some Drake. Hang on. Um, here's, oh, here's a, here we go. Here we go. This is... Uh, this is absolute... Oh, the computer's going very slow. Have you got good internet connection where, where you work? Um, where I am. Here we go, here we go, here we go. This is Drake, yeah? Summer was gone when the heat died down An autumn reached for a golden crown I looked behind as I heard a sigh this was the time of no reply. That was Drake, wasn't it? Oh, that was such a tune, right? Yeah, that is a tune, man, isn't it? Banging. 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 Banging, yeah. Um, well, I wish you um, the very best of luck, but not too much luck, because I like working, and I don't want any of you young bucks coming and stealing my job. Okay. Okay. Well, it was lovely speaking to you. Lovely, lovely speaking to you. Maybe we'll speak again one day. Hopefully. Tutty bye. Bye. There we go. Thank you, Sagal. I enjoyed that. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Pablo. Hip hip. Hip hip. What's going on with your phone, man? It sounds like your oh, mum. New... Sounds like your mum's oh, picking up the extension. New... But hello. Um, we're gonna call. We're gonna call you back, Pablo, because it just sounds like your mum's picking the upstairs extension. You on the phone, Pablo? Put the phone down. Bedtime. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number. If you want to give us a call, we give you uh, we give you a call back. We got Pablo now. Let's try Pablo. Hello, sorry, I've got quite a long beard, and my microphone might have been caught in my beard. That might be that might be explaining it. Yes, sir. It might. Yes. It certainly might be. What you got for us, Pablo? Uh, hip 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 hip. Um, 
Yes, uh, so the year was probably about 98, 1999. What, Fat Man Scoop? No, 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 I'm, I'm going into uh, oh. kind of celebrity interactions territory. Oh, you're doing, okay, you're, you're, doing, you're doing a thing. Good, away you go. It technically worked as a musical artist at the time, but yeah. it was, uh, I was boarding a train from Newcastle going to Sunderland, um, <clears throat> and um, I saw who I knew to be a young Lauren Laverne, um, recently of the defunct uh, Kanicki of the time. I like Kanicki. Kanicki had a brilliant album. I like them a lot. Oh, I love Kanicki. And it wasn't that long after they were, they were due to do a, a gig in Newcastle for, for the first time in quite a long time. Yeah. And they cancelled. And it was basically the, 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 you know, the tour that they cancelled as they finished and went kaput as a band. Yeah. And I think Lauren Laverne did something with Mint Royale or something. Okay. But anyway. Yes, yeah. um, but yes, she was with her brother, Johnny X, who was the drummer in the band. Right. Uh, so when he kind of thought that I had it, oh, maybe uh, was completely put out of my mind because she was there. Uh, Pablo, sort your phone out! Yeah. Pablo! Sorry. Sort your phone out! Wait. Now where are now you? Now it sounds like you've dropped the phone. Sorry, is that better? Yes. Sorry, I'm, I'm over-reliant on the headset. I had issues previously, but I've had a new phone. Any, forget yes. about this. Yes, but um, any doubt that I had that it wasn't her was completely put on my mind because she was sitting there with her brother, who was also in the band. Yeah. Uh, and I, I say, big fan, plucked up all the, the courage that I had, and I said, oh, I'm really sorry. I waited till right at the end of the journey. I said, I'm really sorry to bother you. I didn't want to cause a fuss, but um, I'm a big fan, and I was just hoping there was any chance of maybe an autograph. Um, and she just completely uh, shot me down and said, no, I'm not Lauren Laverne. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh. Um, and just went back to a conversation. Well, may- ma- maybe it wasn't Lauren Laverne. Oh, it definitely was. It definitely was. Well, you, n- well. There's, there's also, you know, there's a, a regional That's thing where you kind of get this, uh, it's like Highlanders, once you're in a, a certain locale with somebody you, you know. A, a regional celebrity when you're from that region. Yeah, that's 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 um, awkward. I once saw Jimmy Neal from around the corner. I knew, I knew he was there, but I missed him. Probably about five seconds. <laughs> well, well, uh, I've I've um, driven Jimmy Neal's car. Uh, well, I was, I was about to say something derogatory about Jimmy Neal there, but well, I... don't don't you dare! I've driven Jimmy Neal's car. Um, Ju- God, the calls are racking up now. Yes, Julian. Hi there, Ian. Hey, man, how you doing? Not bad, self. Ah, uh, you know. Oh, just to say that I'm loving this uh, show. It's fantastic. And I've been listening to you since you used to cover for Clive, and it's really, really good. Oh, well, thank you very much. Um, You're very kind. Thank quick you, question. Yeah. Um, have you ever lived in or stayed in Bristol, and what do you think of it? Um, I've... No, I've got a friend, and I can never remember if he lives in Bristol or Bath. No, he lives in Bath. Hmm. Um, I've I've been to Bristol. I don't think I've stayed there, but I quite liked Bristol. Yeah, Bristol was all right. Yeah, why? Because I'm moving there, and I just wondered. Oh, what you thought? Oh, I'm moving there from London. So why why are you moving there? That's quite a big. Um... Yeah, because basically, I really wanted to become a lawyer, and the firm that's taken me on have an office there, yeah. and that's where they've asked me to go. So. I'm relocating. Uh, and how are you feeling about that, Julian? It is quite a big change. Yeah. But we'll see. I'm hoping that I make friends there and fit in, and it'll be all right. Um, 
And are you, have, have you got, have you got like a partner? I, I hate the word partner, but I don't know what you're supposed to say anymore because I'm an old man. Have you got, have you got, is, are you going there on your own? Have you got people coming with you? What's the deal? Um, deal is I'm pretty much going there on my own. Um, my girlfriend will come visit. Oh. Um, she's, um, she comes from, I think, up near where you grew up. Like, um. Slough? Reading Slough area. Okay, well, yeah, okay, yeah. Sorry. Um, no, I'm sorry for her. <laughs> Poor girl. No one needs that kind of uh, uh, beginning in their life. But yeah, we'll see. Um, no, she, long. How right. long you been going out with her? I've been going out with her since the um, final year of university, a couple of years. How do you think it's going to work having a long distance relationship? Uh, we'll see. Hopefully, it won't be long distance for that long. Why is she going to come and join you? Quite, quite possibly, or vice versa, who knows. Both at the early stages of our career, so... Yeah. Got to work it all out. Oh, I'm... Oh, long... Because they... Mm. Well, I hope it works for you as well. Thanks very much. I mate. don't want to say something really negative, but I just know from experience and from other people's experience that long-distance relationships can be... How can I put this diplomatically? Difficult. And it, it's it's hard being being away from the person that you love and stuff, and it's um, tricky. And I really, really hope uh, it it works out for you. Thanks very much, Ian. Nice one, Julian. Let us know how it goes. We hey, I think we'll you can you can listen to us in um, in Bristol. Yes, I must get another DAB um, digital radio because at the moment I have to listen on my phone, which is kind of annoying. Yeah, um, yeah. No, they're good. Yeah, get get a DAB. Take it down to Bristol. And we will be your connection between uh, your girlfriend and you. And we'll make sure that she's not up to any hanky-panky with anybody that she shouldn't be, OK? Looking forward. Thank you. Thank you, Julian. Um, I, I nearly went into a thing about how long-distance relationships don't work. And um, uh, I thought better of it. I thought better of it. Um, and uh, I didn't, which is good. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you oh bloody look at the time flipping it, we've nearly finished. We've nearly finished the show. There's a brilliant picture, brilliant picture that's been doing the rounds, and it's only in one newspaper today. It was online a lot yesterday. Um, of Donald Trump. You see this picture of Donald Trump? No, that's not it. That's a, a woman's, um, that's Mel B's bosom. Where is the picture of Donald Trump? Oh, look at that. I've written down, um, maybe it's, oh, there it is. There it is. It's the page before Mel B's bosom. Her ample bosom. Um, and it's the weirdest, it's the weirdest picture. It's Donald Trump, right? Who's an odd guy. Donald Trump doesn't want to be president of the United States, right? And by the way, I only just realised what POTUS means. I know. I kept thinking, what's POTUS? Why does everyone keep saying POTUS? Oh, president of the United States. Okay, yeah, clever. I've got that. He doesn't want to be president, does he? Obviously. Obviously. He's now getting so outrageous and so ridiculous. It's obvious that he doesn't want to be the president. He's slagging off the mum. Of a dead soldier. I mean, come on. Come on. It's obvious that he's now, he's not nuts, right? It's obvious that he's now just going for broke and he's saying everything he can to, um, 
make sure that he doesn't wind up as the president of the United States of America's. Well, there's this picture of him. I'm guessing he's on um, uh, an aeroplane or something. And he's got he's got KFC. He's got. I've never had a KFC, but even I know the KFC etiquette, right? So he's got this massive family bucket of KFC, and he's eating it with a knife and fork. Have you seen this? It's the weirdest thing. He's got a leg of chicken, and he's eating it with a with a knife and fork. It's insane. Anyway. On that bombshell. Guys, thank you. A very busy show. Lots of calls. It's appreciated. We will be back tonight at, um, what time is it start? Oh, yeah, 10 o'clock. Yeah, you fancy some of that? Don't forget you can get the uh, podcast from iTunes. Type in Ian Lee and Talk Radio or from anywhere else. Back tonight at 10. Ta-ta. Talk Radio. Dial up some dialogue. Talk Radio. We'll get you talking.